Net and the Radio Alabama Sports. is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. is the Radio Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Toyota of Silicaga. Milo's. Ace Hardware Silicaga. Allen Brew Market. Coosa Valley Medical Center. Southern Smiles of Silicaga. Atkinson Homes. Area Real Estate. Movement Mortgage. Coosa Valley Auto Sales. Silicaga Chamber of Commerce. Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop. Van Zant Hardware. Sycamore Federal Credit Union. Amya. Childersburg Parks and Recreation. Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Furniture Masters, Sarah Automotive Silicaga, Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce, Alta Point Health, Broadway Spinal Care, and First Bank of Alabama. Now, here is color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome in to the Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth at Farmling Field. Getting ready to bring you some action between the Horseshoe Bend Generals and your hometown Wolves. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett. Jacob, how are you this evening? Good, Blake. How are you? Doing well, man. Glad to be here. And uh, Everybody was here a little bit earlier. We're used to being here early, but... Uh, it was homecoming tonight, and uh, the stands are packed even a little bit more than they normally are. Yeah, at 6 o'clock, this place was packed out. Everybody and their dogs are here, and for all those classic people out there, you have to shoehorn somebody in here if you want to get a seat. Across the way, Horseshoe Bend did not travel well. Of course, it is still pretty early, and it's hard to get a spot around here because of homecoming. But I'm excited. I feel good about tonight. I'm ready to get this thing underway. Yeah, Jake, you know, we talked on the Limbaugh show last night about how the first four games of the season were brutal. We're glad to have that behind us. Now four of our last six are winnable games, and you want to end the season on a high note to uh, – bring confidence in the next year's team. But as far as tonight, Jacob, uh, I like the matchup between the Wolves and the Generals, and the Wolves are actually streaking against the Generals. They've won uh, the last two matchups, I know for sure, and uh, they're just ready to to maybe keep that streak going at three. Yeah, looking down on the field, and we talked about it last night in the coaches' show, 
we're 100% now, you know, as far as contributing players on this team. You see Zeke DeLoach directly in front of us. You know, you can't miss him because of the bright orange cleats. Glad to have him. And somebody we really hadn't seen since the first or second week, and that's Atticus Jacks, a big part of the defense is on the field. I'm excited you know, to see him back, because we really need him. Yeah, Jacob, we do, and uh, not only is he a vital part of the defense, he contributes on the offensive side very well. He, he doesn't get very m- many touches per game, but you see him flying across the field at that tight end position um, on the offensive side of the ball, so I'm just uh, I'm excited to see what this team can do tonight, and you know they're excited, and they want to show up and show out for this crowd. Yeah, and you know, Coach Limbaugh, you know, every now and then he'll try to run a two-quarterback system, and Zeke has an arm, you know, and he's accurate, but tonight he's going with, uh, I think he's going to go with Cadence, I think that's what he said, and Cadence and Landon, but if you if you need a backup, backup, you have Zeke DeLoach on the field. Uh, yeah, all three of his quarterbacks are not great, but they're solid and they do everything well. Um, so, you know, you got three different guys to choose from. If one goes down, it's just next man up. But what they're really fortunate to have back this evening, as we talked about, Jacob, is the receiving core. Um, we're getting Cadence Barrett back. We're getting Zeke DeLoach back and Atticus Jack. So that'll pre- take some of the pressure off of those younger guys. And, you know, looking at the quarterback situation, Landon, I think Landon did a good job given the situation we had last week. He completed some passes downfield. And, you know, the second half we were down big, so that gave Isabella time to put in their young guys, and I think we matched up well with those young guys. So watching Landon against those, you know, he has a bright future here, and you know he he's going behind two good football players. I I think he'll have a breakout game tonight. Yeah, Jacob, I do agree, and I'm gonna tell you, Coach Collier out there showing out his arm, man. He just chunked that thing 40 yards like it was nothing. Yeah, he graduated a little over 10 years ago, but he still has it. Yeah, still got that cannon. Did he play football? Where did he go to school? Silicaga or Childersburg? Former Silicaga Aggie quarterback. Former Silicaga Aggie quarterback. Wow, okay. Well, 2011, I think. Speaking of the Silicaga Aggies, they're having a little bit of a, a rocky start this season. They're 0-5 and looking to get things back on track this week. Yeah, I'm going to have the game pulled up. Well, Keep you updated with that score, alongside along with uh, David McCurley is going to keep me updated. Childersburg having having their homecoming tonight against Vincent. I don't, I think that's a lopsided matchup this year. No no offense to Childersburg, just you know given the recent success of the Yellow Jackets and Comer's on a long road trip to Sacks. That's going to be a good game. Sacks beating Childersburg last week, you know by 30 points. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob. And I'm going to tell you something else. Another mess up, in my opinion, Chilton County's homecoming is tonight, and they are hosting Tallahassee. Well, you know, Chelsea last week had their homecoming, and of all people to pick for your homecoming, they picked the Thompson Warriors. So I'm just thankful we have an easier matchup than a top-two school. Yeah, I'm telling you, well, Silicaga's got a top-two school coming in there. Leeds is ranked number two, and I believe it's either 4A or 5A ball. 5A ball, so... That's going to be a tough matchup. Coach Carter and company is going to have a, a tough time tonight. But, um, you know, those guys are continuing to play hard, even with the not great start to the season. But, you know, for the Wolves, traditionally, this has been a region matchup. But that's not the case this year. Yeah, and, you know, Limbaugh told us at the beginning of the year when it came time to schedule a non-region opponent for the mid mid-season non-region game. You know, a lot of teams stepping out of region play tonight. You know, this has been a good game the past few years. You know, they, we've had them here. We've been the Horseshoe Bend. We actually had the call of the year last year at Horseshoe Bend. But uh, 
He said it's become more of a friendly rivalry. You know, you have heated rival rivalries and friendly rivalries. This is more of a friendly rivalry, and Coach Phillips is doing a good job in new sight with this Horseshoe Bend general team. Yeah, that he is, and uh, I think Coach Limbaugh said, you know, they had that new coaching staff come in this year. Yeah, I think he, uh, Coach Phillips is still the coach. I, just oh, I got he, you. Okay. He overhauled the coaching staff, and even though they've only won one game, you look at that region they're in, winning one game is a plus. Yeah, that's a tough region they got going on over there. Their region may be the only region that's tougher than the one that we're in. Um, and if you remember last year, we played at their place, and the game was won last minute by a connection with, from Pacey DeLoach to Levi Phillips in the end zone to win that with seconds left. And I hope we get another thriller like that tonight. Yeah, usually you look for your uh, field goal kicker to kick a winning field goal. Last year it was our field goal kicker receiving the winning touchdown, so that was a pretty exciting Call, I believe we'll have those kind of fireworks tonight. Yeah, Jacob, and I think this is going to be one of those lower-scoring matchups. I know last year I think the final was like 35 to 28, but um, I think this year we may have more of a slugfest like we had two years ago when the Wolves snuck it out 14 to 2. Well, you know, last week was the first time we put points on the board in, in a couple of weeks. So, you know, I look for us to score some points tonight, and I think we can do it quickly and often if our receivers and quarterbacks can get on the same page. I agree, Jacob, and uh, this pregame show is driven by Toyota Silicaga. And speaking of driving, how can the Wolves get things going early on offense and not get stale like they've been doing? Well, you have to play between the chains. You can't get behind the chains early. You can't see the yellow flag on the field a lot. That's been a, a drive killer for us a lot this season. But And if we can do that, I think we can be successful. Yeah, Jacob, I do agree. The Wolves are going to have to limit turnovers. They're going to have to limit penalties. Um, and they can't let drives just stall after one or two first downs. you got to keep that thing going and play a little bit of keep away to keep your defense fresh. Well, we know Coach Limbaugh can have those drives where we hold on to the ball and chew up some clock. We talk about it all the time because it was an exciting drive, even though it didn't come away with any points. But having the ball for 10 minutes against a team like Lynette last year, we know we can control the Yeah, game. we were actually winning that game 14-4 to at halftime last year. Nobody would have thought that. Um, and, you know, Coach Limbaugh came in there with a unique game plan and, you know, one thing that will really help tonight is we talked about having your receivers back so you won't be so one-dimensional. Last week there were multiple drops because you're playing ninth and 10th graders at the receiver position, but you have more of your experienced guys back, and you can kind of spread the ball out and sling it. But one thing also, it's not just them being receivers that we have back. It's also that senior leadership that I think we've been lacking the past few weeks. Yeah, that we have, Jacob, because really the only senior we had out there was Reed Wallace, uh, Cadence Barron, and Zeke Loach. While they were out there, they wouldn't get it as many snaps, or they were sidelined completely. And when you don't have those guys on the field, you sometimes play like those guys ain't on the field. Yeah, Reed Wallace is a big part of this offense. You know, he's a he's a main target. And when you're that main target, you literally have that target on your back. So that defense is going to focus on you. You know, we don't have a lot of film with Zeke, Atticus, Cadence, and the crew, you know, all together. So I think that's a positive for us. All they have is Reed Wallace on film. So 
you know, if we can get the ball to those three, if we can spread it around the field, that's how we're going to come out on top. And, man, Jacob, to shift gears here for a second, this weather is nice this evening, a crisp 72 degrees with a nice little breeze. The sun's already went down, so we won't have any problems with that this evening. And uh, I'm just ready to get some football underway as we're just – just a few minutes from kickoff, uh, around 15 minutes or so, and uh, try to get this thing going. Yeah, you know how I am. I'm enjoying this weather right now. Eventually, it's going to cool off. You know, I, I don't enjoy the cold weather, so I'm soaking this in as much as I can. Yeah, I figured you'd be a little bit cold out here this evening. Yeah, it, it feels good right now. Yeah, that it does. And uh, speaking of feeling good, I hope these wolves are feeling good, and they're looking good there on the sidelines. Uh, Ashton Donahue's getting some good punts off out there. Uh, the receivers are catching good, good catchable balls thrown by the quarterback. And... Uh, Everything's looking good, and I like the Wolves' chances tonight. And we're watching. Uh, I'm watching Nick Abara over there. You know, a freshman kicker, and he's making progress every week. He was actually perfect for his extra points last week. So things are looking up as far as special teams go. Yeah, that they are, Jacob, and, and uh, you know the Generals. Like you said, they've won one game this year. I believe their record is either one and three or one and four. Um, on the season, and from looking at the roster, they don't have a whole whole lot of players on this team. Yeah, I think they graduated a lot like we did last year. A lot of the familiar names that was on that Horseshoe Bend general roster that we've seen the past two or three years, you know, they're not there anymore. So they're young just like we are. Yeah, that they are, Jacob. And I'm going to tell you, too, to speaking of, of guys being there a while, how about the quarterback for the Vincent Yellow Jackets, Blake Allums? Man, that guy's. I think he's been playing ball since I graduated high school. You know, I was I told you earlier, I've been watching that Comer Vincent game all week and just yeah. seeing Allums, you know, I think his first game that we saw him we were here and just seeing him from that day up until last week, I mean he's progressed so much as an athlete. He's a senior so he has that leadership and not only him, but Trey Youngblood and Robertson and all those guys, too. Yeah, that it is, Jacobin. And I'm going to tell you one thing, too. This Atkinson Holmes broadcast booth is tight tonight, as we said earlier. And there's even more people showing up here um, later this evening. And, man, it's just a, a good night for some football. Yeah, and hopefully if the Wolves do good tonight, this crowd will stay here. We need this. We need this crowd to be loud. Um, we're just uh, a little over 15 minutes to go, and this, I'll tell you what, Blake, I really like this crowd. Yeah, I do too, Jacob. And it, it, you know, we talk about the Wolves, the support that this football team has, win or lose. The stands are packed out. You have teachers, you have coaches, uh, and you know, just people within the community that come out and support this team. And it's just good things to see. Is we're talking about Horseshoe Bend not traveling very well, but they're they're starting to fill up that visitor side over there. Yeah, I, I kind of figured. You know, it was a little early. Traffic's probably bad out there around the baseball field and all that, but. I'm telling you, if we if this game if this is a ball game at halftime, we need this crowd to stay. We need this crowd to get loud. That we do, Jacob. And speaking of the baseball field, man, have you noticed they paved that road out there? Yeah. When did they do that? Uh, a while back. I think last year, last baseball season. Okay, I was going to say because I remember, man, when I would drive that thing when I was in school, it about beat you to death trying to drive through it. Yes, yeah, it was a rough ride. Yeah, that it was, Jacob. So. What what's your final score prediction for the game this evening? I am going to say twenty-seven to twenty-one. Really, I'm kind of thinking more of a defensive battle. I got the Wolves winning this thing twenty to twelve. I, either way you go, I think the Wolves can come out on top tonight. 
uh, we we mutually agree that this week we actually have a good feeling. This will tell you, you know, how we how we can do with a young team against a lower tier. And I hate that we're having to say that, but you know that's just the fact right now. We're young, we're inexperienced, and if we can compete with a team like this. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, well, Jacob, we've alluded to it quite a few times. We are playing more or less B-team ball. You know, we got a lot of ninth and 10th graders out there. Not a whole lot of juniors and seniors starting on both sides of the ball. So, you know, you're getting some experience for young guys. But sometimes those results show on the field when you have younger guys out there. And I think that uh, I think we're progressing every week. We actually... The score doesn't show it, but I saw progress last week at Isabella. We were completing passes against the top-tier defense, and I'm not talking about four, you know, 10-yard passes. I'm talking about 25, 30 yards downfield. Well, the team was resilient, Jacob. They were resilient. They came, that's, that's the word. They came out of the locker room down 40-something to nothing at halftime um, and come out there and, and actually outscore the Mustangs in the second half uh, by 21 to 10. And or that, 21 to 13, something like that. And that's what we were talking about. We had our younger guys out there against their younger guys, and we competed with them. Yeah, that we did, Jacob. Jacob, do you have a uh, State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update? The Braves are down one to nothing to the Phillies in the second inning. Man, that is no good right there, Jacob. Are they still going to make the playoffs if they lose? Who? The, the Braves? Oh, yeah, they clinched. Oh, they clinched. Well, it yes. don't matter then. It doesn't matter, but I still want them to win the East. No, nah, you want the, you want them to lose this game. That way, their chances of winning will go up. You know, the more games you win in a row, the more chance you got of losing. Yeah, but I don't. I'm not a Mets fan by any means. I'm not a fan of either of those teams in New York. So understandable. Winning the championship over either one of them is a major plus. You got me. your championship last year. Now somebody else's turn. I want to repeat. <laughs> Well, uh, Jacob, I hope we're seeing Southern Smiles of Silicaga a good bit this evening because I want to see the Wolves moving this football. Well, I was thumbing through my Facebook account this afternoon. I was sitting in the old rail car, you know, letting the hopper empty, and I was just thumbing through Facebook, and I saw a couple of ads for the Southern Smiles of First Down, or Southern Smiles of Silicaga, and I was like, man, I hope we say that a lot. So the feeling's mutual right there, and I think, if we can do everything right, well, not everything because we're not a perfect football team yet, but if we can do more right than wrong, we'll be saying it a lot. Yeah, that we will, Jacob. And one thing they've got to do on defense, they played pretty well, pretty good pass defense last week, but they have got to get more physical up front. Well, one of our weak points is stopping the run. We have not found an answer for for the run. You know, Horseshoe Bend is that traditional option team, and, to be able to stop that run, you have to stop that. Yeah, that you do, Jacob. And they're going to have to rely on their linebackers playing a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage and really hope those corners and safeties can play one-on-one. Well, I think, you know, Horseshoe Ben looking at them when they were out here earlier doing the walkthrough, yes, they have a lot of size, but their size look young. They're inexperienced. I think if we can, you know, penetrate the line of scrimmage, get to their quarterback and force them into bad throws when they throw, hey, we might come away with a few turnovers. Uh, that we might, Jacob. And, and I just want to give a shout-out on air to Jacob. He had everything set up when I got here this evening. Yeah, I got here early, and I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Let's go ahead and call call Lee to see if he got the connection. He got the connection. I said, thank you. He said, good luck to you all tonight. And I I wanted to sit here and actually enjoy the homecoming festivities and 
you know, they did them at 6 o'clock tonight instead of 6.30, so that helped us, you know, sit through them. Congratulations to Madeline Albright on winning Homecoming Queen tonight. Absolutely, Jacob. And uh, Homecoming King will be announced later. And as everybody, I think, knows, when I won Homecoming King, nobody wanted to put anything in the yearbook about it. I'm still a little upset. However, uh, it is what it is. I told Brittany earlier you had a vendetta against Homecoming games because you weren't in the yearbook. Yeah, year. I did. Well, uh, we're about nine minutes to kick off. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. It's back. That's right. School is back in session, and that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right. School is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. No matter your past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you're part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Grace Cafe. The drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Silicaga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Housing Lender and MLS ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. I'm Dr. Rick Redman, a dentist at Southern Smiles of Silicaga. And I'm Dr. Casey Price. Together we treat patients who experience deep fear when it comes to the dental drill. But another source of big anxiety for people can be the dental bill. That's why at Southern Smiles of Silicaga, we've made it our mission to offer affordable, convenient dental care in a comfortable, welcoming environment. We offer affordable financing, and because we know you're busy, we will try to make your dental appointment as convenient as possible. It doesn't get any more convenient than that. It will never embarrass you, belittle you, or make you feel self-conscious about your teeth. Even if you haven't seen a dentist in years, that's all right with us. Sedation Dentistry, affordable, convenient, and compassionate. Silicaga Chamber's fundamental mission is to generate more business activity for the community. The Chamber initiates more business-to-business connections than what is available through any other local organization. The Silicaga Chamber's website alone receives an average of 1,000 views per month, with member business listings being the most visited page. Get connected with over 500 other member representatives who are growing with the Chamber. Become a member today by calling 256-249-0300. 
Omnia is a leading global producer of calcium carbonate and a worldwide distributor of specialty chemicals. They service the consumer goods industry, paper and board industry, the polymer industry, and the construction industry. Omnia is a leader in research, development, and innovation to support economic growth and protecting ecological balance, all while fueling social progress. This is the key to today's objectives and future success. Omnia says good luck to all area athletes. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Alvia Steers has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time with the same great coverage State Farm built their reputation on. And Alvia Steers is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. Lumber prices have come down, so if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware and get everything you need. They don't have just lumber, they have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sand Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. Now you're home for live Wolves football play-by-play on the flagship station for Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, RadioAlabamaSports.net. Welcome back to the Federal Football Pre-Game Show on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Jacob, we less than four minutes to kick off now, and uh, the Wolves are feeling good, and it looks like they're going to run out of a horse trailer, so yee-yee, I guess. Yeah, yeah I was uh, pulling pulling into the uh, field earlier, you know, to go ahead and start setting up when I got here a little earlier. Uh, I think Colin Rowland was driving the truck, pulling the trailer. I looked over, bringing this up. Why are they bringing a horse trailer here? I thought, you know, maybe somebody would come out and run it with a horse or carrying an American flag or something. But, you know, this is more yee-yee than that right there, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have not seen this before. Probably something they found off of TikTok. And uh, so, well... All right. Brittany just said that's the most roll tide thing she's ever seen. That it is. That is the definition of roll tide right there. Uh, but I have seen a video before of a, a trailer actually going down the track at the stadium. The offensive line was, you know, rocking the trailer back and forth, the little smoke machines and all that. And they came running out. But that was actually a, a, a decent football team. Wow. Shots fired. I hope they prove you wrong this evening, You know Jacob. what? I do, too. I, I think they can do that tonight. I think they can. I like this matchup against Horseshoe Bend, and uh, I think they've definitely got a chance to win this thing tonight. You know, I just got word that my child is on that horse trailer. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. On top or inside? Uh, well, Wolfie's the only one on top. And I, oh, I wasn't sure. I mean, oh, man, I wasn't sure they had her in the suit or not. Number 14, Cam so we're excited about this thing. And the captains are going out to midfield and... Uh, going to talk things over, and we'll see who gets this coin toss. This Landon Payton, Zeke Deloach, Cole Hardy, and Cameron Hammonds. 
we await the coin flip out there with the, the officials. And, Jacob, there ain't no mistaking these two teams from one another. The Horseshoe Bend Generals got the white helmets, the white jerseys with red lettering, and the red pants. And the Wolves sporting a gold helmet with a black jersey and gray pants. Not going to lie. They're not matching too well this evening. No, and I don't think the Horseshoe Bend Generals have bought new uniforms since I was in high school. It's the same look they've always had, so I guess you could call it a traditional look for the Generals, but you're right. It's kind of a contrasting colors for the Wolves. It is. You want to keep it classic, I guess, though, if you're the Generals. And uh, not a lot of baby blue in that uniform, though. I thought their color was supposed to be baby blue, too, so uh, that's kind of strange. But it looks like the Wolves will receive... The opening Wolves kick, opening and uh, so we'll be getting this thing underway. We're about a minute to kick off, and uh, Jacob, what's the last few points you want to make before we kick this thing deep? Control the ball, control the clock, keep the flag in the referee's pocket, and play in the chains. We'll be all right. That's right. I didn't hear anything you just said because you talked real quick, but I'm agreeing with everything. I said, control the ball, control the clock, keep the flag in the referee's pocket. And keep the ball between the chains. Okay, yeah. Nice points there. A lot of them, but the nice points. And as we stated just a few minutes ago, the Wolves getting ready to run out of a horse trailer. And I have, there comes the Generals from the from our right side of the stadium. And, Jacob, they are rocking that horse trailer, it looks like, a little bit. But they definitely ain't going to break the shocks on that F-250 over there. And it looks like Wolfie's a little nervous on top of that Yeah, trailer. that it does. But, you know, it's always nice to see something different, though. Even that if it, it is. is the most roll-tied thing ever. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like uh, one of the canola boys is going to open that thing up. I think it's that littlest one, ain't it? Yeah. You better yeah. get out the way. Well, here comes the smoke, and here comes the wolves out of the cattle trailer. Yee, yee. And they are taking the field. <laughs> On to the sidelines, and uh, that was a sight to see. I'm excited, Blake. Maybe that right there will pump these boys up, up enough to do right tonight. Let's uh, not make any mistakes. Let's have a clean game. Let's get this thing going. Yep, and uh, Wolves are looking to get their first win of the season and uh, put two halves together, which is something unfortunate they have not been able to do yet this season as they get ready to receive this opening kick. And the general's kicking team's getting that thing on the tee, and it looks like their kicker is in the sixth grade, Jacob. Oh, that's that same kicker they've had. They he, they had him last year. Remember, we was talking about that. They went all the way to the elementary school to get their kicker. Wow. Well, he must have a leg on him, and that is Mr. David Layfield that's going to kick his thing deep. And, Jacob, you have a better memory as far as the players go than I do. It took me six years of Blake Allen starting for Vincent before I finally remembered him. Yeah, uh, Blake Allen was that quarterback that never graduated. And uh, he's a great player. And uh, here we go. We have two young teams getting ready to get this thing underway. Let's put some total leather and let's get this thing started. All righty. Well, here's Layfield. And this might be an onside kick, Jacob. If you're the Wolves, you better be careful right here. And it looks like that's what it might be. Yeah, we've seen a lot of those this year. Yeah, that we did, especially last week against the Mustangs. Yeah, they've got six men on the far side of the field and only four on the near side. And so uh, this is definitely going to be an onside. And if you're Limbaugh, you don't want to have to call a timeout before the opening kick, but you might just need to. Yeah, we can't be wasting those timeouts, Blake. Sorry, Jacob. Sorry, Coach. All right, I don't know what we're waiting on. It looks like they're trying to fix the clock on the scoreboard over there. 
which you said you didn't think was working earlier. Yeah, it wasn't like the switch was on, but the scoreboard wasn't lighting up. But you know what? Let's light the scoreboard up tonight. Let's get us a win tonight. Like that movie. What's that movie on Netflix where they said they was going to shut the scoreboard off on them? It's got Sean Payton. Or it was mm, the home team. I know what you're talking about, but I cannot think of the name either. I can't either. Have you seen the new Kurt Warner movie? No, I haven't. I've heard it's kind of low-key. It isn't. Not good. I, I wanted to see it, but if it's low-key, never. It's like kind of like Facing the Giants. It's a good message, but a low-key movie. Yeah. That, and uh, we got a score update on the Phillies and Braves. Phillies are up four to nothing. You, you can't win them all, Blake. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm not I'm not wanting to lose. I'm just telling you what the score is, well, I do appreciate it. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm fixing to try to see if we can get a update on this Silicaga Leeds game. I'm going to have it going. We'll provide oh. you an update as, as we can and uh, hopefully get from, uh, from McCurley. And well, there goes Layfield on the kick. It's a squib kick and off the middle, fielded by Cam Hammonds, and he will run up the middle and get up to about the 37-yard line, and that's where the Wolves will take over for their first possession. Well, here we go. We have the ball first. Let's set the tone early let's establish our game and make them play our game absolutely jacob you definitely want to get some momentum going and there is whistles out there and i'm not sure what it's about maybe the clock ran a little bit longer than it should have the clock still running has not been stopped looks like they're gonna they're having to fix that okay they finally get it stopped and I tell you what, that's a referee I don't want to mess with. Nah, that guy's, I wouldn't necessarily say he's buff, but he's definitely, uh, he's not weak, that's for sure. It looks like he's been in the weight room a few times in his life. Yeah, but it don't look like he's been there in a few years and the fat starting to cover up the muscles. But he did notice that clock was running, so I give him that. He was paying strict attention. Tell you what, Blake, this is a good crowd here tonight. That it is. There is not an open spot in these stands. Speaking of referees, while we're trying to get this thing sorted out down here, you know Comer and Vincent played without a head official last week? What? Yeah, they walked him off the field in the second quarter because he couldn't go go any further, and they played without a head official last week. Why did? Why couldn't he go any further? Hurt his leg or something like that. <sighs> so they get 11.52 put back on the clock there, and... I hope this isn't an indication of things to come for the Wolves this evening. Well, you're you're about right. But I tell you what, though, the field looks good. Jeff Scott and Coach Reed worked hard on it. That gold FW, it's really not popping, but for homecoming, you want to see your school colors down there, and I think it looks good. I think it is, too. Two receivers to the near side, and there was a false start knock called. It's a screen pass to Zeke DeLoach. He picks up five. Oh, he jukes a man out and picks up two more. And so that'll bring up, bring up second and three, and I don't know if you caught that false start, but that was very blatant. Well, you know, we're excited. We're ready to get things going. They had to wait, you know, another couple of minutes to get the first snap going. But I tell you what, that was a good job by Zeke DeLoach to avoid those first couple of defenders and get, get a, a few extra yards. And it was. So, Jacob, second and a long three, we'll call it four, as Peyton comes back out into the shotgun. Two receivers split out to each end. Takes the snap. It's another screen pass to Zeke, and that one will fall to the ground. No, they say it's a fumble, and that is scooped up by the generals and taken all the way to the house. Uh, that was a forward pass that they just called. 
Ah, uh, Jacob, I, from this angle, I couldn't tell, but it looked like it might have went in the wrong direction. And, and Limbaugh needs to go out there and argue that, but Limbaugh's a soft coach, and he's not going to go do that. You know, he has good sportsmanship, but that is one play I would definitely go question. Yeah, I would too, but Jacob, and I, I'm not, and that was number 22 for the Generals that took that back to Corey Woods. And, I, and I'm not here to condone bad officiating, but from this angle, it looked like it might have been backwards, Jacob. Yeah, and the quarterback's hand was going forward, so how you get backwards out of a forward-moving hand, I couldn't tell you. Well, that's true. So the snap is good, the hold is good, the kick is no, or it is good, okay. So uh, that'll bring your new score seven to nothing, and uh, that is not what you want to happen on the second play of the game. Yeah, I would consider that a, a wasted possession, but you know what? You can't let that get to you. You've got to go out there now, control the football. Don't make a mistake like you just made. If he would have caught that ball, we wouldn't be in the position we're in. And those are the catches you have to make because that was right there in Zeke's hands. Yeah, that it was. So just under 11 minutes to go here in the first quarter, and the horseshoe uh, being generals get lucky with a scoop and score, making the score 7 to nothing as the Wolves get ready to receive this kick. You know, we had a, not a bad return the last time. We need another one of those returns as well. Yep. And what we don't need to do is return the ball to the Generals. So, Layfield will get set to kick this thing, and uh, Zeke will be back deep to, to hopefully receive it and get some good yardage. Layfield, squib kick. Down the middle, it's fielded by Cadence Barrett. Cadence Barrett's running forward. He makes a couple men miss, stays on his feet, gets out to about the 40. So good start and field position again for the Wolves, but hopefully they can do something with it this time. And uh, here's uh, Landon Payton. They're going to go with Landon Payton, the quarterback still. He's getting that play from Coach Limbaugh. And, uh, you know, we need to see Landon throw some downfield. You have your receivers back that you've been missing the past couple of weeks. It's time to use that to your advantage. That it is, Jacob. you got your whole receiving core back. You don't have any guys hurt with the subtraction of Peyton Kraft uh, not being healthy. You know, he's out for the season, but... Um, we need to get this thing going as Cole Harding and Zeke Deloach are, are split out towards the near side of the field. And uh, Peyton's got, I believe it's Hammonds in the backfield with him, takes a snap, and his hand off Cam Hammonds up the middle, and he powers forward for a gain of about six and a half. They'll call it seven. I'll bring up second down. Now you're home for live. Sorry about that. Yeah, we can't bump the mouth pad, buddy. We got a wrong button there. I meant to use my voice box instead of the ad box, but a great job by Hammonds right there to fight through those defenders, and he carried about two or three of them for a couple of extra yards, and now you have a second and short. And we're staying ahead of the change, Jacob. It's just that costly turnover put us in a seven-point hole. Same formation as two receivers split out into the near side. Hammonds in the backfield and takes the snap, and it's going to be a fade to Hammonds, and Peyton's going to keep it himself around the left side. He picks up about two and takes a lick from the defense. He hops right up, and I bring up third and short. Yeah, I believe that lick was grabbed by the back of the shoulder pads. You know, that's a big no-no in football with the, the hanky stayed in the referee's pocket. But still, you're looking at third and one instead of third and 15 like we're used to. Yep, that it is, and Peyton goes and gets a word from Limbaugh to what they need to do, and I think you'll probably see a run up the middle here. I'd put Aiden Blair in there let him run this thing up the gut. 
Aiden Blair is one of those young guys that's actually showing some promise. And he is. So two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Tight end and running back. Peyton takes the snap, hands it off to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He's met behind the line of scrimmage, and he just went backwards. And that'll be a loss of about five or six. Number 14, Cameron Hammonds. So that'll bring on Ashton Donahue and the punt team. Yeah, that was... A wasted opportunity there on third and short. But, you know, that's that's what happens when you have an undersized offensive yep. line. I do like the play call there. Um, one yard, you really don't want to put the thing in the air. But, in my opinion, you need a power back in there. And I know Aiden's a younger guy, but he's got a little bit more power than, than Cam Hammonds does. He's more of a speedster. So Donahue will stand back at about the 26 as the Wolves run a man off the field. Looks like they had too many out there. And he'll stand at 26 to punt this thing deep. Good snap. Good kick. And it'll be fielded at about 34. And this is a good return back up the middle. He may go all the way at the 35 to the 30. 25, 20. That's going to be a touchdown for the Generals. And I don't have his number here on this list. What is that number, 14? Yeah, I don't have a 14. I don't either. I have a Taylor Humphrey and a Jacob Turner at 13 to 15, but no 14. Yeah, I'm not sure who that was, but that's six more in there for the Generals. And that'll bring your new score at 13 to nothing about four minutes into the first quarter. Pending this extra point by Layfield. That was a good return there by whoever that was. Snaps good, kicks good. And uh, we just got a scoreboard update about the Silicaga Aggies, the Leeds. Uh, what are they? The Green Wave. The Leeds Green Wave. The Leeds Green Wave are up seven to nothing over Silicaga as the Wolves fall to a fourteen nothing hole here early in the first. We'll keep it here as they try to get something going. Yeah, and that's with less than four minutes off the clock. We're already down 14 to nothing. Just can't do that, Jacob. This Wolves team has been digging themselves in the holes this season. And, you know, you get behind, and it just makes things all that more difficult. You know, we came into this game thinking, you know, that we had a chance, but those mistakes will erode that chance. Hey, it will, Jacob. The Wolves have to score on this drive. If not, the game's over. And I know that's crazy to say this early into it, but if you fall down 21 to nothing, then it's over. So Layfield going to line this thing up, and he's going to kick it, squib kick down the middle field by Zeke Deloach. He's to the 35, he's to the 40, he breaks it all the way to about the 49-yard line of the general, so... Wolves will start out in plus territory, and you have to do something here, Jacob. Yeah, this this is the territory you have to use to your advantage. Let's go out here. Let's make mistake-free football. The first two drives are, are behind you now. Let's forget about those, and let's focus on this drive. And, hey, you have an opportunity here in plus territory. Yeah, that's do. You really got to get this thing going and uh, move the ball down the field. And it looks like your official calls a timeout. Or stop, there's some kind of stoppage in the play. Sideline warning? Is that no, what something it? about the chain. I kind of okay. The referee. So first and ten from the 49 of the Generals. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Tight end and running back in the backfield with Peyton. 
He takes the snap. It's a fake. He throws it over the middle to Zeke Deloach on a little slant, and it's caught for about an eight-yard gain. Yeah, that was a good little slant while we're trying to while we're getting back to the line of scrimmage with seven minutes to go in the first quarter. It's a sack seven, Comer nothing. All righty. Well, Comer's definitely in for a tough one there this evening because uh, sacks is no joke. Coming off that emotional win against Vincent, too. Uh, can't win them all. And that was a physical game for them last week. And like you said, it was an emotional game, and that'll take a toll on you for a couple of weeks. That it will. So second down and about two and a half, three yards to go. Peyton takes the snap, and he fakes the handoff of the middle. He'll run it up the gut, and he will Oh, ball pops out at the end. And well, we fell on it. We fell on Barrett it. was able to fall on it after Peyton ran for about seven yards and and – the Wolves got, I mean, it looked like divine intervention. About four generals had a chance at the ball, and it's just like they couldn't get it. Tell you what, you got to thank the dew point for that one right there. Yeah, I mean, the generals, I mean, if you could have seen that live, they there was about, I was sure they were going to get on it, but Wolves catch a break there as uh, Zeke gets on that, or excuse me, Barrett gets on it. So first and 10 from the Horseshoe Bend, 34, down 14. Peyton in this offense looking to get something going. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Tied in and running back in the backfield. Takes the snap. It's going to be a screen out to Zeke Delote. Zeke Delote's got five yards, and he'll be taken down after about a four- or five-yard game. Had it not been for Luke Jones, he would have went for six. Well, see, I like these play, call, play calls. Sorry, uh, the short yardage plays, your completing passes. If you are parked on the helipad across from the fire department, All right, you well, so immediately. So 6.20 to go in the first quarter. Wolves down 14. And uh, they are, ha- are tripping out about the car on the helipad out there. Tell you what, they need to just rope that thing off. And until you need it, lay that rope on there. And when the helicopter needs to land, the rope. That'll I solve agree. Peyton takes the snap. This thing's blown dead, and it was a false start. So the Wolves had a second and five. That'll make it second and ten. Yeah, Reed Wallace was a receiver in a set position. He flipped. He uh he flinched a little bit, and the referee on our side saw it, and he threw that play. Yeah, that he did, Jacob. And that's what you don't want to do if you're the Wolves. Already down 14, going in the wrong direction. We're behind those chains now. Yep, that we are. So this will bring up second down and a, a long 10. You can almost call it 11. And we'll see what John Limbaugh dials up here. I'd take a shot. I would, too. So Reed Wallace is split out by himself on the near side of the field. Takes a snap. Looked like Peyton was going to go for him, and he barely got that thing off before he was hit by general defender. So this will bring up Jacob. Third and long. Yeah, there was a ton of pressure on that play. It forced him to throw that football, and unfortunately, well, I wouldn't say unfortunate because we got lucky that thing wasn't picked off. Yeah, I mean, that thing held in the air for quite a while. So uh, I hate to say it this early, Jacob, but this third down could be the deciding factor in this ball game. Yeah, you can't let the wheels fall off this early. You need to go make you a pit stop, tighten those lug nuts back up, and let's 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 turn this thing around. That's right, Jacob. If you need to tighten up those lug nuts on it, stop by Allen Brew Market. They'll get that taken care of, care of for you. Fuel for your car and fuel for your body. 
And so the Wolves are going to take a timeout out there. We'll take one with them here to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Vettel Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh, hot coffee, as well as cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Market. They mean it when they say, fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, selling a home, your success hinges upon the advice provided by your real estate agent. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. I can help you understand how much house you can afford. If you're selling, I can estimate the value of your property and how to ensure your property sells quickly for the highest price. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Peyton takes a snap. He airs one deep. And uh, intended for Cam Hammonds and had our mystery player out there, number 14, turned around. That would probably been a pick six. Yeah, there just wasn't enough arm strength behind that one. But I tell you, this is a, a go-for-it situation because I don't think Nick Abara can kick it this far. But let's see what Coach Limbaugh has drawn up. Is he going underneath the visor this time, or is he just going to go with a traditional play call? I don't know, Jacob, but I might want to see a double pass or something right here like you said, like we were talking about. This could be the ball game um, on this drive if they don't get a score and get back in this thing, so We'll see. And we still haven't seen the Horseshoe Bend general offense. They have still not taken on the field with five minutes left to go in the first quarter. Takes the snap. Peyton drops back. A lot of pressure. Airs one deep. He's got Zeke DeLoach out there. And it's incomplete. And the way that ball was thrown, it looked like it was intended for number 22 to Corey Woods uh, as he almost came up with the pick. But there is a penalty flag out there. Maybe roughing the passer. And if it is, that's a huge break for the home team. Personal foul on the defense. That'll move the chains. And Jacob, it don't, don't matter how you get it if you get it. We got a Southern Smiles first down. Yeah, that we did, Jacob. That we did. So, showing a little bit of life, this Wolves offense. And uh, they catch a huge break. And, Jacob, you got to punch in and get six here. This is the opportunity we needed right here, Blake. That it is. So, first and ten from it looks like about the... 20-yard line. Peyton in the shotgun. Takes the snaps. A handoff to Hammonds. Up the middle. Ball pops out. Picked up by the Generals. <sighs> Jacob. Was he down? He it, was down. It kind of looked like he was down, but I don't know. I could, It popped out on that side, so I don't know if he was down or not. Jacob, all I seen was the ball pop out, and the officials were closer than I was on it. So now we'll get to see the Horseshoe Bend general offense out there at the 35-yard line to, to see if they can't punch it in and get six with five minutes left to go in the first quarter. Scores 14 to nothing, generals. Not, not the way you want to get this homecoming night started. We need to pull the Velcro balls out of the ball bag and let's hold on to that football. Yep. Takes a snap. It's a fake handoff of the middle. They're going for a pass. Wide oh, intercepted by Zeke Deloach at the 48-yard line. Man, it's, we're glad to have him back. Yeah, that we are, Jacob. And, 
Wow, what an underthrow and what a pick by Zeke Deloach to bring some life back into this team. You know, if there's any senior on that field right now that wants to win their senior homecoming, it's Zeke Deloach. You know, has a, a long lineage of the Deloaches here at Fayetteville. You know, he's carrying the torch right now because Braden's a little bit younger. He's on the JV football team. So, you know, Zeke wants to carry on that. That legacy of them Deloach boys yeah. right there just proved that he can do that. That he is, Jacob, and, and the horseshoe being general offense, I see why they have to score on defense and special teams after that as uh, Peyton lines up in the shotgun, two receivers to the far side, one to the near, tight end, and uh, back in the backfield. Takes the snap, and it's going to be a screen to Zeke Deloach. Zeke Deloach bobbles it and catches it about five yards behind the line of scrimmage, but it looks like there was a little bit of a face mask grabbed as there's a yellow handkerchief laying on the field. Yeah, when the white hat throws the flag, you know it's something bad. Yep. And that's who threw the flag. He was a right block there. in the back. It's, and it is declined. Well, I, I'm not saying there wasn't a block in the back, but old buddy there needs to stop looking at the concession stand and watch the game. There was a blatant face mask. Yeah, you can get that hot dog in the JV locker room at halftime. Like you said, we need to focus on the game. And there was a blatant face mask there. That was a bad. That was a 15-yard face mask. Yeah, that it was. So second and 15 for the Wolves. Just under five minutes to go in the first quarter. Down 14 to nothing. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Peyton takes the snap. He drops back, rolls to his right. He fires one over the middle intended for Zeke Deloach, and is swatted away by Ryland Sharp. Uh, Ryland Sharp was the only only player really in the area. That he was. I, he might be the quarterback, too, Jacob. Well, we don't know. We don't know because he only had one snap, and it was an interception. So, Third and long, something we've been saying a lot this year for the Wolves, and we'll see if they can get a first down right here. Really need to catch a break. But if we can't catch that break, I like the field position we have right now because we can get Ashton Donahue out there, and he can flip the field on his punt right here. Yeah, that he can. But we don't want to see that punting unit. So Cole Hardy and Zeke Deloach are on the far side. Reed Wallace to the near side of the field. Takes the snap. Payton, it's going to be a hand up to Cam Hammonds off up the middle, and he is leveled. After about maybe he got back to the line of scrimmage. I don't know why we went with the run right there. We had Reed Wallace over here to the near side open, and he could have got that first down yardage. Yep. Well, we're not the one calling the plays, Jacob. So fourth and 15, you'll see Ashton Donahue out there to punt. And if you're the Wolves, please get somebody down this time. Ashton Donahue in the punt for the Wolves. So... See if we can flip this field. You might want to kick us out of bounds, to be honest, Jacob. Yeah, you have this whole field to the near side open. That's where I would put it. Yep. Good snap. Short kick. And it will go out of bounds. So it looks like they took our advice. And uh, Generals will take over at 35. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. What's going on at Sylacauga Parks and Rec? Sylacauga Karate School, formerly in the 90 block of North Norton Avenue, is now at the J. Craig Smith Community Center Music Room, 5.30 to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Vettel Sports Network. Presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Wolves find themselves down 14 to nothing with just under four minutes going to first. 
as Generals come out on offense, takes a snap, and it's a fake handoff, and it's a run up the middle by our mysterious number 14, um, and he'll pick up about 11 yards and move the chains. Well, real quick, I have a State Farm Albie Steers scoreboard update. Ten to nothing leads over Sylacauga, and there is a flag on the play, actually. Oh, well, it looks like this thing will be coming back. Maybe that hole was a little too big. So it'll come back five yards. And that was a hold um, on the offense. So first and 14 instead of first and 10. And this will be from the 40-yard line. The whistle. Atticus Jacks runs onto the field. See? Takes a snap. Oh, it's a bobbled snap in the backfield. Picked up by the quarterback, and he'll still get about four yards. So second down. And it'd be cool if we had a number for the quarterback. Yeah, I'll try to try to work my magic at halftime, I guess. So their coaches. Yeah, I'm gonna holler at the coaching staff like, "Yo, man, what y'all's quarterback's name?" But I would have loved to have had that gifted opportunity. Yeah, that was handed to you right there, and just can't capitalize. Two minutes and ticking left to go in the first quarter. Scores 14 nothing. takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff around the left side of the field, and Wolves just can't get anybody to the ground. That's going to be a first down on the run there by Luke Jones. And, it, and I was right, Jacob. Ryland Sharp is the quarterback. Well, he, he was for that play. I thought I remember him being the quarterback. And if it wasn't Ryland Sharp, you know, Coley Sharp plays too. That's a name we said a lot. Yeah. The Sharp brothers. We talked about them a lot last year. Yeah, that we did. So, first down and 10 in Wolves territory from the 46. Lined up in that. Wishbone set. Maryland Eye, excuse me, takes the snaps, handoff straight up the middle, and they are just powering. Oh, that was a horse collar all day long, and the Wolves are lucky that the uh, that a flag was not thrown there. Oh, and it is. It was thrown. Luke Jones on the pickup there. Yeah, I believe that was that. Is it grabbing just the jersey count as a horse collar? I think when you're grabbing that neck area, it does, Jacob. Do you think you're pulling somebody down like that? That can do some damage. And that's what they're going to call, and they declined it. Oh. So, first and ten still from the 46, offsetting penalties there, and at least they got it right that time. So, first and ten from the 46 once again. Sharp still in at quarterback. Had a couple of other guys check in. and Just under two minutes to go in the first. We'll still down 14, and the Generals are driving. Speaking of driving, this broadcast is driven by Toyota of Silicaga. So Sharp in the pistol. Takes a snap. It's going to be handed up straight up the middle to our mysterious number 14. He breaks a couple tackles. He's to the 30. He's to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Generals. No flags on the field. And that'll make your new score 20 to nothing with about a minute left in the first quarter. And there's no penalty flags on the field, so that one will stand. And this ain't what we needed, Blake. This ain't what I was expecting, Jacob. I said 20 to 12, Wolves winning. Well, it ain't going to be the Wolves winning if the score is 20 to 12. I can guarantee you that. 
as Layfield comes to put this extra point through the goalpost. So the snap. Oh, false starter off size one as that kick's blocked. I think that was off, uh, excuse me, a false start. Well, let's see. They're going to call all sides. So all sides. Call against the Wolves. They'll re-kick it. So Layfield back to kick his thing again. Man. And, Jacob, I didn't have the opportunity to get a Milo's pregame meal today. What about yourself? No, I was in a hurry to get here at 4 o'clock, and unfortunately that Milo's wasn't waiting on me today. Understandable. Understandable. We're going to get us one one of these days. I hope so. I'm going to talk to Lee about that. This, This junk's getting out of hand. So Layfield, snaps good, holds good, kick is good again. So your new score is 21 to nothing. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with action. You're listed to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. Coosa Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. And uh, the Generals took a 21-0 lead with a minute left in the first quarter as uh, Layfield's getting ready to, to kick his thing off again. And so it's a short little squib kick. It's going to be fielded by... Cam Hammonds, he breaks it to about the 40-yard line and leads Green Waver up on the Aggies 10 to nothing. And they're marching right now, too. All right, well, um, say what the Wolves can do on offense here, Jacob. You know, we had a few bright spots the last couple of possessions we had, but it was the not-so-bright spots, the costly mistakes that is Kind of made this thing a little lopsided early. Jacob, the only bright spots for this Wolves team right now is on the opposing scoreboard. And that's what we can't. We can't let them keep lighting it up on us. No, that we can't. So definitely got to do something here if you're the Wolves and get something going. So first and ten, receiver to the near, two to the far. Takes a snap, hand off to Cam Hammonds, and lost five yards. So, second and 15. Yeah, the defense got an early jump on that play, and they were able to get back in the backfield and make that little tackle for loss. That they are. And, you know, uh, at some point you just got to stop going back to the ground game. I think you got to start throwing that thing now. Now you really don't have a choice but to air it out. Yeah, you've taken the running aspect and keep playing, keep away out of this game. If you want to win, we're going to start scoring and scoring in a hurry. So, Ray Wallace to the far side, Cole Hardy and Zeke Deloach to the near. Takes the snap. The screen pass to Zeke Deloach, and they'll go backwards about another four yards. So, this will bring up about third and 19. 
as a general slow to get up. I think that's going to do it right there, Blake. Yep. So that'll bring us to the end of the first quarter. And we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back at the Atkins Stones broadcast booth shortly. First Baptist Church of Sylacauga's youth pastor and team chaplain, Chris Thylacker, is available for school administrators, coaches, parents, and student-athletes of any area schools. He prayerfully and persistently encourages our coaches, players, and parents. This is what community looks like. This is First Baptist Church of Sylacauga on Broadway at East Fort William Street, right across from the post office. Sunday school at 9.45 a.m., Sunday worship at 11 a.m. At Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Lucas from Tuscaloosa writes, Dear Milo's, our band needs a saucy new name. Got any ideas? I sure do, Luke. How about Mega Meal? Or maybe Grilled Bun and the Secret Sauces for a folk band? Oh, says here y'all are a Nordic synth-pop ensemble. In that case, I suggest you get the band together for a lunch meeting at Milo's and figure out exactly how your lives went so wrong. Everybody go to Listening to the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Now, back to the action. Welcome back to the Action Hall Broadcast booth here in Farmland's Field. Federal football game of the week on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And Jacob, the, uh, the Wolves are turning this homecoming into a home going with this performance. Yeah, I would imagine people start filing out. We had the crowd tonight, Blake. We should have used it to our advantage. That we did. So third and 19, Peyton takes a snap, drops back, fires one over the middle, and a little miscommunication between him and Cadence Barrett. They'll bring up fourth and 19, so first play of the second quarter. And um, not what you want there. Down 21, I have to bring on Cadence Barrett. I mean, excuse me, I don't know why I said that. Ashton Donahue to, to punt this thing deep. Yeah, we need a, a better punt than we had last time because last time we had the, a dead tornado and with 46 seconds to go in the first quarter. It's Vincent 15, Childersburg 8. All right. Well, thanks for that Albia Steer scoreboard update. So Donahue getting ready to punt this thing, and you imagine he might punt it out of bounds again. Snaps good, and kick looks like it was deflected a little bit as it lands at the 50. And a roll out of bounds, and the Horseshoe Bend Generals will take over at the 48. So what do you do now, Jacob? Make a stop. Yeah, I guess that that's good. Force another turnover. Yeah, that's true. You know, was that the first interception we've had all year? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, Jacob, it looks like this team needs a little bit of fuel. Fuel for their car, not so much, but fuel for their body. You can find that at Allen Brew Market. I could go for a coffee right now. I could too, Jake. I'm getting a little bit tired. So, Sharp brings offense back on. Takes a snap. It's a toss on the ground. Picked back up by Luke Jones. Luke Jones then picks up about five yards. Bring up second down, and Jacob, I don't know if the ball is wet, if there's just extra dew on the ground tonight, but that ball has been just falling out of people's hands. Well, the next time it lands on the ground, we need a guy wearing a black jersey to get on top of it. Give us some momentum, and uh, let's try to move this thing in the right direction. You know what? Speaking of moving, if you, if you need something moved, and it's a heavy load, call Heritage Freight. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob, and uh, they'll get it moved for you. So, second down and five. Sharp 
in the pistol this time. Takes a snap as a handoff straight up the gut to the explosive number 14, who we have yet to get a name for. So that'll bring up, if that's not a first down, it'll bring up about third and inches. Nope, they'll give him the first down, and that'll move the chains. You know, uh, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with their head coach over there. I do think if I send him a message, he would tell me in the middle of the game. He probably would. Well, oh, wait, no, not during the game. He ain't got the phone over there. During halftime. Yeah, maybe during halftime. Same set, just over a minute into this second quarter. Down 21. The Wolves are looking to go further in the hole. Sharp. Handoff around the left side, and this time going nowhere is Joshua Hunt on the carry. That'll be a loss of one, and Wolves' uh, rush defense right there stood strong. i tell you what, Blake, these little kids running down on the bottom of the bleachers right here have more rushing yards than we do right now. That's a fact. That's a fact. So second down 11, Sharp. In I formation. And looks like there's some confusion. And the generals will call a timeout. And I will take one with them. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner, so let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Master. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. Welcome back to the Bevel Football Game of the Week on the Bevel Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And to remind those out there, this is the only football game of the week for the Wolves. Yes, it is. And, uh, it's not looking good right now. That it isn't. Out there, second and 11. This is our mysterious number 14 running the Wildcat. He'll keep it up the middle. He powers through, gets out to about the 35, and so that'll bring up third and about four, Jacob. Yeah, third and four right here is definitely going to be two down territory. Yep. So, Jacob, the Wolves have not scored a first quarter point since Labor Day weekend. Wow. Just over two minutes into the second quarter. The General's driving up 21. They bring in the heavy set. Sharp takes the snap. He falls down as he gives it to his back. Luke Jones around the outside. There's a penalty marker down, but he picked up about 20 yards. Excuse me, 15. I didn't quite see where the penalty was. That's either going to be a hold or a something offensive or a defensive hole so we'll see what the call is yeah i'm not sure what it is they got so we'll wait and uh, see what's up waiting the call and i think it's on the offense and let's say penalty the penalty is holding against okay. Holding the and face mask against the okay, so the penalty is offset, so we'll have to replay this game, replay the down of third and six again. 
I'm going to tell you, your daughter is on it out there on the water. i tell you, she, she takes that job very seriously, almost as serious as Bobby Boucher. <laughs> takes the snap and his hand off 14, drowned jet sweep around the right side, and he just keeps on plowing forward, and he'll have the first down and a little bit more. And, yeah, Bobby Boucher was, uh, you know, top of the line when it comes to water boys. Yeah, he was. You know, had that little bottle of the bright blue water, too. And I think every player on the Fayetteville Wolves football team needs, needs a shot of that bright blue water right now. That they do, Jacob. And they need to have something. They can't drive, so something needs to drive them. Speaking of driving, this broadcast is driven by Toyota Silicaga. So... Takes a snap, sharp up the middle. Luke Jones, he's got an opening, and he picks up probably about eight yards, nine yards. So that'll bring up second down. Almost four minutes off of this second quarter clock. Generals are looking to score again. But you know what? If you want to drive you one of those Toyotas from Toyota of Silicaga, and you need a loan to get that Toyota from Toyota of Silicaga, you need to go to Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Yep. Yeah, that's right, Jacob. They'll help you out, that's for sure. Ryland Sharp takes the snap handoff. Luke Jones up the middle again. He breaks free. There's a flag in the backfield. Not sure what it is. Probably holding. So that'll probably bring in that one back. Going to be a hold on the offense. And I tell you what, that white hatted official has more passing yards than any quarterback on either side. Of this game. <laughs> that he does. That he does. He just threw that flag for about 25 yards. Yeah, he was slinging that thing. He he may be as frustrated with the Wolves' play as Coach John Limbaugh is right now. He's probably frustrated because they're having to stop the clock to call these penalties. He can't get to that JV locker room fast enough to get his little debut. Get his hot dog. So second and ten from about the twenty-five yard line, twenty-four. It's hard for us to see over there because the numbers ain't painted great. So, Sharp comes out in the pistol set, takes a snap, handoff to our mysterious number 14 in the middle. He cuts around another yellow handkerchief on the field as he picks up about five and falls down. And, ooh, he's holding that ankle. That does not look good. I believe the cramp tackled him there. Yeah, hey, that green turf monster, as you always talk about. So it was holding again on the generals. So curious to see if Limbaugh accepts this. And uh, eight minutes ago in the half, it was four, 14 to nothing sacks over Comer. Oh, man. So it'll bring him back to the 35-yard line for a first and almost 20 now, or excuse me, second. It should be second 20, right? Um, uh, maybe. Player shaking up for So, uh, that was our mysterious number 14 with the mysterious injury walking to the sideline over there. Let's hope they can get that worked on and get him back out there because he has been an integral part of that horseshoe bend offense. Yeah, we'll get him taken care of. So first down, 10 to go from the 35-yard line. Seven minutes to go until the half. 
Wolf down 21, and the General's looking to add to their lead. In the shotgun, Sharp at the quarterback position. Takes the snaps, going to be handoff around the left side of Luke Jones. Luke Jones, power forward. He gets about five yards and bring up second and 15. And Wolf's defense starting to stand tall here. Yeah, and you, you need them to stand tall because you're already down 21 to nothing. You need to try to get that ball back right here. Try to force a turnover, get the ball back, go down and score, get you some momentum going into the second half. Yeah, that you do, Jacob. That you do. And at least get something going. I mean, you let them get up to a quick 21 nothing lead, and now you decide you want to play some defense. So second and about 15 to go. Sharp takes the snap, takes the handoff up the middle. He airs one deep. He's got a man, and if it would not have been for Zeke Delotes, that would have been a big pickup, but he is there to break that ball up. He was stuck on number 15, Jacob Turner, like white on rice. I'll tell you what, that was a good job by Zeke Delotes to do everything right to make sure that he didn't catch that football because if he would have did everything wrong, that, that ball would have gained 15 more yards. Yep, that it would have. Jacob, do we have an Albia Steer scoreboard update? Do we have to talk about it? It's six to nothing Philly over Atlanta right now. <sighs> Man. Uh, it is seventeen to nothing leads over Silicaga right now well, that in the one, second quarter. We know how the Aggies feel here down at Farm Links Field on this Friday night. Starting to get a little cooler out here. Takes a snap, sharp, drops back. He's got plenty of time. He airs one deep. Cadence Barrett in coverage, and that one will be incomplete. Intended for his brother Cully, and Cully almost had the one-handed catch there. Yeah, he almost caught it falling backwards in the end zone right there, but good job by Barrett there and forced that errant throw. And we're fortunate that that was an errant throw. Jacob, you got fourth and 15 from the 30. I, I think you go for this. To be completely honest, you're only going to gain five yards if you punt it and it goes into the end zone. Well, this was definitely go-for-it territory. The mysterious number 14 is back on the field. Sharp takes the snap, ball falls on the ground, then gets up in the air. and It looks like it was kicked up in the air, and so the Wolves will fall on it at about the 37. Well, whether we fell on it or not, it's still going to be a turnover either way, whether it was a forced turnover or a turnover on downs. We have six minutes and 34 seconds to go in the first half. The offense has been kind of stagnant to begin this game, and maybe that's a, kind of a little shift that they needed. Right maybe so. Maybe, maybe they can get something going here, Jacob. And... They can move the ball down the field. Speaking of moving, want to get that car moving and go see Toyota of Silicaga. And that is who this broadcast is driven by, is Toyota of Silicaga. So you'll see their great selection, new and used inventory. Peyton steps back. He chunks one deep. Oh, just overthrew a wide-open Cameron Hammonds. And the nearest defender was in Coosa County on that one. That would have been six. But, you know, if he would have took something off of that and he would have fixed that throw, that would have been six right there, like you said. And, you know, if you need something fixed, you got to take something loose or cut something off. You can go to Van Zandt Hardware to get the proper tools for that. Yep, they will definitely take care of it. And speaking of tools, the Wolves need to whip out the toolbox and get something going here on offense and fix their uh, flaws they've had so far. So second and ten, Peyton 
Any offense, two receivers to the near side, one to the far, tight end, a running back. Takes the snap, hand up to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He breaks the tackle. He won't get away from the second one. And uh, brought down by one of the big hefties for about a three-yard loss. So third and 13, net gain of minus three yards on this drive so far. Tell you what, Blake, I need to go down there and get the piece of paper out of Coach Limbaugh's hand and take all those running plays off of it and find the eraser or erase them, and we need to start throwing the football. Yeah. Yeah, the ball definitely is going there. Something's got to be done different. Is we're halfway through this second quarter, and the general's still hanging on that 21-zip lead. So third and 13. Two receivers to each end. Peyton takes a snap, drops back. He has no time. Fires one over the middle, intercepted by Luke Jones. Luke Jones to the 20 for he's finally upended at about the 17. And that was actually Cadence Barrett on the throw. Oh, that was Cadence Barrett? Yes, number 12. I'm sorry, I couldn't tell. It's all right. These numbers are a little hard to read when they're kind of, you know, folded up in the shoulder pads a little bit. Yep, so... That'll give the generals the ball back right where they gave it up. So that was very generous of the Wolves' offense. The the generals are hungry, and you know what? If you're hungry, you can go to Cup of Grace Cafe and get you one of them nice bologna sandwiches they have there, and get you a cup of the the coffee they have too. That coffee's pretty good. Yeah, they do got some good coffee. Those frappuccinos are nice. I ain't even gonna lie. So Sharp under center sends a man in motion. And actually, this is our number 14 mysterious guy. I don't know how he broke out of that tackle. Breaks it off to the left side. Nobody in sight. Touchdown, Generals. Jake, I don't know how he got out of that tackle, but that was impressive. It looked like everybody wearing a black shirt was on top of him, but somehow he, he managed his way out, and he managed his way for six more. That he did. So your new score, Generals 27, Wolves 0, pinning this extra point. Just over halfway in the second quarter. So we'll see what they can do right here. Layfield with the kick. Kicks up. Kicks good. So your new score is 28 to nothing, Generals. And the Wolves are ready to, to receive this thing and hopefully get some points on the board before the half. You know, we need to, to find the offense somewhere. We need to borrow it quick, fast, and in a hurry. And if you need to borrow something, you can go to Sycamore Federal Credit, <laughs> credit Union. <laughs> Jacob, just for those of you that are listening out there, Jacob has no paper to read ads. He is pulling this stuff out of the top of his head, and he's doing quite a good job. If you don't, you know, if I had to say so myself, you know, we like we do like to thank all of our sponsors, and sometimes we can't squeeze squeeze them all in with the limited commercial breaks we have during the game. So you know, a live read gets their name out there, and you know we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna get your name out there. That's exactly right. That's what we're gonna do, and we appreciate them making this possible because if it weren't for them, it wouldn't be. Well, Layfield ready to kick this thing deep, and he's had all he can handle tonight. So kick, squib down the middle, field it at the 30 to the 35. And Cadence Barrett still on his feet, powers forward, picks up five more yards to the about the 47. Flag comes out, and I think this is going to be on a wolf for unnecessary roughness. Uh, looks like a block in the back by Hunter Robertson. Man. 
We await the call here. See what the official said. Our visiting fans, if you're parked across the road in front of the fire department, there's a helipad over there here for emergencies. Please go move your car. There they go. We're moving the car off the helipad. So, yes, holding or blocking the back on offense. And, you know, Jacob, that that just goes to show that this Wolves team is frustrated. Now 28 nothing. it's not even halftime against a mediocre team. So, not to... To discredit the generals, but so we have another we have another Albius Steer scoreboard update. Fourteen and nothing sack steal over the Comer Tigers. So first ten looks like they got Barrett back in at quarterback. Two receivers to each end. He takes a snap and he's just going to run this one up the middle and gets nothing. So second and ten. Five minutes to go to the half and generals up twenty eight zip. You think we're just going to try to hold on to the ball, run as much clock as we can, and get to the locker room and figure this thing out? Well, there's not much to figure out this game. Maybe you can get to the locker room and talk about the game plan for next week. You know, we need to we need to salvage something out of what what's going on right now. And speaking of salvage, if you have something you need to salvage or recycle, Coosa Valley Recycling is the place for you. Thank you, Jacob. Yep. Well, actually, they're not open to this public yet. Takes the snap, Barrett is the screen to Zeke Deloach. Zeke Deloach catches it, does a lot of running and a lot of juking just to get a loss of one. Third down. Aggie's still down, 17 nothing the leads, correct? So now the Sacks High School is up 21 to nothing over the Comer Tigers. So. Let's see what the Wolves can do on third and ten. But you know what, Blake? If Comer was to lose a game, at least it would be this week should they not be able to come back. You know, they were down 14 by 14 points at least twice last week. But That's true. If you're going to lose a game, make sure it's a non, non-reaching That's game. right. So three receivers to the far – excuse me, four to the far side, one to the near. Barrett takes a snap. Looks like it's a screen. No, it's going to be a slant over the middle to Reed Wallace. Caught. And that's going to be right at the first down marker. Let's see if they give it to him. And it looks like they will. Yep. Official signals first down, and that's a southern smiles of Silicaga first down. If you need your teeth cleaned or a bright, shining smile, you can go see Dr. Rick Redman at Southern Smiles of Silicaga. Or Dr. Casey Price. Or uh, Lacey Jenkins. Oh. I saw her post on Facebook. She works there, too. She's got kids that goes to Fayetteville. That's what's up. Four receivers to the far quad set, one to the near. Takes a snap. It looks like he's it, Cadence airs this thing out deep to Zeke DeLoach. And he caught it at the 30-yard he line. He's, he's on his feet to the 10, to the Touchdown. 5. Touchdown, Wolves. Casey DeLoach said, I don't think so. That is my football. That's the first Southern Smiles of Silicon first down. To, I forget that. It's a touchdown. Yeah. And, and, Jacob, you know what? He says, we might lose this game, but we're not getting shut out. Not on my account. So your new score is 28 to 6. Awaiting this extra point by Nick Abara. That's the offense we were looking for. It would have been nice if we could have done it for the first 20 minutes. But uh, unfortunately, they were not able to do it as they wait this extra point. They're throwing some footballs up here. We never get a football. No, we're too far up. Kicks blocked. So 
New score, 28-6. We'll keep it here. In the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth, you know Jacob Atkinson Homes got some very nice mobile homes and tiny homes as well right off of 280 in, in uh, Childersburg. Just when you come over the light by the MAPCO where they're doing the road work on the right, go check them out if uh, you're in the need for a mobile home or even a tiny home. I tell you what, we need to go down there and talk to the cheerleading squad because there was a football that went into the press box above us. One of them just threw a fastball and hit the fence right here. I'm going to go recruit a quarterback. That is the next QB for the Wolves right there. But I'm going to tell you, he's going to have a hard time trying to outdo Cadence Barrett after that throw to Zeke Deloach. And what a catch on two defenders out there. Just goes to show how the season for the Wolves is going, unfortunately. They're down 28, score six. We get excited. Uh, but that, that was a good play, though. You got That give, was. These guys are not giving up, so... 2.47 left to go in the half, and the Wolves down 28-6 as they get ready to kick this thing off. It looks like Cadence Barrett going to onside kick this thing. Good little onside kick. The Wolves got a chance at it. It's on the ground, and they were not able to get it. That was good hands there by somebody we don't have a number for. take over first and 10. So... Horseshoe Ben takes over at the 40. First down, 10 to go. I just got word that there's over 10 cars parked on the helipad right now. Well, they are, uh, they're not going to be able to use that thing if somebody gets hurt. So, takes a snap, Rylan Sharp. Hands in the middle off to Luke Jones. Luke Jones picks up a yard and takes about I think the only person getting hurt is going to be one of them having a heart attack from the stress of cars being parked on the helipad. They are tripping out about it. But you know what? If somebody gets hurt, you can take them to Coosa Valley Medical Center. <sighs> yep, that you can. I'd like to thank them for sponsoring us, too. Yep, thank everybody. Jacob's just giving out a lot of freebies tonight on hey, the live they're, they're on the, on I know the it. I'm just playing. And if it's a spine injury, you can take them to Broadway Spinal Care. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Takes the snap. Handoff up the middle again to Armistiers. Number 14, he breaks loose. And had it not been for shoestring tackle, he would have probably went for six. And he picks up about 14 on the play. Yeah, good job by Cadence Barrett to be where the mysterious guy was. We're going to call him Zorro. Zorro was a masked man. He was experienced. So we're going to call him Zorro. And it was a great... Great job by Caden Spirit to get there and you know So we've got a state farm Albia Steers scoreboard update. Leeds is up twenty four to nothing over Silicaga. I must have a little delay in my in my game. Yeah, I think there is. So handoff up to the Mysterious number fourteen. He's making cuts. No flags. He won't be caught. There's six more for the generals. So, new score with a minute left in the half. Generals 34, well, 6, pending this extra point. Well, Blake, if you're the Fayetteville Wolves, you got a minute 15 to go in the half. What do you do coming out in the second half? I kneel that thing, get to halftime. I mean, after this, uh, I don't know what you want to do, really. Snaps good, holds good, kicks through the uprights good, and 
So David Layfield is showing off his Levi Phillipness out there. He is five for five on extra points this evening. So you know, I want to see David Layfield get out there and line up for a play from scrimmage in the second half. And I tell you what, what if he was a backup quarterback? He is possible, definitely possible. Wait a minute to go. I just Again, Jacob. Uh, I don't know. And Ms. Robin Hammonds. So, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm lost in the Peyton's over here climbing the stairs around the stadium right now. He's wearing a, ch- a shirt that says Cheetos on it. I'll tell you what, I'm a little hungry, Blake. And when I get hungry, I like to go to Milo's. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, you know, to be completely honest, though, and one thing I like about Milo is you overpay for a little burger. I'm just going to say it like it is. That's why I always get the double. That's true. Well, the double burger's small, too. David Layfield kicks his thing, fielded by Reeboss at 25. He busts up the middle. He makes a juke, and he'll be taken down about the 32. So, first and 10 at the 31 yard line for the Wolves. And like I said, Jacob, I'd just kneel this thing, get it into the locker room, and try to get out of here tonight. Regroup, recoup, refocus anything that has the word re on it. We need to do it. That we do. That we do. And we need to also be re. Zillion. That's right. So I think it's Barrett in there at quarterback. Takes the snap, drops back, and it's going to be a pass. Zeke Deloach trips, falls, incomplete. Take now. I definitely would want to run the ball through the Wolves here. Yeah, I know we've been talking about going to the passing game, but with 49 seconds down, you're already down 35-6. to six. Just... Run this thing, run some clock, and let's get to the locker room. Yeah, Jacob, this is not what I expected this evening. I don't think anybody in this ballpark expected this. All right. So, second and ten, takes a snap, another pass. Barrett drops back. He fires one deep to Zeke DeLoach, and it's almost intercepted, but falls to the ground incomplete. Third down with 40 seconds left. And that was Tracon Woods and some shark kid. <laughs> yes. Coverage. Yes, that was. Coley Shark. Yeah, to Corey Woods. I said Tracon. Tracon, it's to Corey, I think. So we'll see if they hand it off. Oh, Trey Corey. I don't Sorry. have the best lighting down here. I don't either. So, 40 seconds left for the half. Wolves third and 10. Two receivers split out. Hammond's in the backfield with Barrett. Barrett drops back, and he rolls to his left. He's looking, looking. He throws one up. It'll be almost intercepted. and almost caught. It was a jump ball. So, fourth and 10. What do you do? You punt. Well. So we got a State Farms score, Albia Steer scoreboard update 21 nothing sacks at the half over the Comer Tigers. 21 to nothing, Silicaga over 
uh, Sylacauga getting beat by Leeds, I'm sorry. And Mr. David McCurley hadn't sent me a score from the Chillsburg. That may mean it's a good game then. If he hadn't sent you an update. So Donahue gets it. Not a great snap. And it looks like the punt was was tipped. And Brenton Kentrell catches that 50-yard line to down it. So winds the clock run. Should have been stopped about 15 seconds. You'll probably see a shot at the end zone right here. I don't know with the way our mysterious number 14 has been running. This might be a touchdown on a run play. Yeah, and, uh, number 14 has been a crucial part of this offense tonight. And they're looking to him to make the big plays, and I don't think anybody else has really touched the football. No. Just wish I knew who it was. Ask that guy up behind me up here. When he's starting to head down these stairs, I'll find out his name. That'll work. Or I'll tell you what, we'll ask the cameraman over here. Oh, yeah, he'll know. I didn't think about that. So it looks like they're actually just going to kneel it and get into the half. And can't be disappointed with your performance in the first half. You're the generals, and that'll tick that clock on down to the half. So your halftime score, Wolves 6, Generals 35. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware. Really? Yep. I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to cook them on. All at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree Plaza. Well, I really didn't know they had all that, but our patio is really more for the teenagers. They have uni pizza oven too. That should be a hit with your boys. You're right, it would. I'll have to check out the new Ace Hardware store in Silicaga. Thanks. Is your low back causing a ruckus? Do you get out of a chair and think, what in tarnation has happened to me? Broadway Spinal Care is here to help. They offer the latest chiropractic techniques and technologies to help you get your low back ruckus under control. Dr. Tara Douglas and Dr. Jonathan Douglas have almost 20 years of experience and are now located in the heart of downtown Sylacauga on Broadway next to La Costa. If you're tired of being in pain, check them out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. First Baptist Church of Sylacauga's youth pastor and team chaplain, Chris Thylacker, is available for school administrators, coaches, parents, and student-athletes of any area schools. He prayerfully and persistently encourages our coaches, players, and parents. This is what community looks like. This is First Baptist Church of Sylacauga on Broadway at East Fort William Street, right across from the post office. Sunday school Joe at Joe Biden's administration is out of control, and they are pushing their radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable. Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing 
focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. The suits are back on Monday. The soups are back on Monday's homemade collard green soup, Tuesday's red pepper gouda, Wednesday's chicken and dumplings, Thursday's broccoli and cheese, and Friday's loaded potato. Try any or all of these savory soups with a half sandwich or just crackers. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coosa Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been painful, but my most recent mammogram was by far the most comfortable. The new 3D mammogram machine at Coosa Valley made for a pleasant and comfortable experience. Thank you, Coosa Valley, for making a life-saving test, one that was so much better. CVMC continues to be a jewel in the crown of our community. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh hot coffee as well as cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Market. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA, housing lender, NMLS, ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. 
business will thrive as a member of the Sylacauga Chamber of Commerce because the Chamber promotes community. A strong local economy means creating a quality of life that a workforce wants to live, play, and stay in. That's why, as a Chamber member, you get to actively play a role in the advancement of Sylacauga. Ready to be a part of the change? Join now by calling 256-249-0308. Sarah Honda Summer Vacation Bill Payoff is underway. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days. Interest rates as low as 1.99%. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga. Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with your preferred network or lender with credit approval. This is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome to the Fayetteville Sports Network halftime show where the score is Horseshoe Bend 35, Fayetteville 6. The Wolves came out tonight out of this horse trailer, which is still parked to the far side of the locker locker room. and uh, They need to get back on that trailer and reset this thing from the start because it ain't boding well for our Wolves as it has all season. Uh, if theatrics was a, a game-winning move, then we'd, we'd be sitting pretty right now, but... You know, we need to fix things on the field and try to make something out of nothing to salvage this homecoming as this homecoming crowd is starting to thin out a little bit. And I'd like to welcome back my colleague, Mr. Blake Bagley. Well, Jacob, you know, unfortunately that this crowd is thinning out here, but can you really blame them? I mean, that's not a shot at the Wolves, but you're down 35-6 to six at your homecoming at halftime. Did you you went to the locker room. What What's it like in there right now? Actually, I didn't go to the locker room because I didn't really want to go in there after that performance. First half, so I figured it's probably best just to to stay away. Well, the uh, Horseshoe Bend Generals Marching Band, I don't know if they have a an official name. Like, uh, you know, like the Comer has a sound of gold. The Silicaga Aggies have the half-million-dollar band and all that, but they're they're sounding really good tonight. They have a, a big number of group uh, out there. And uh, we're going to step aside and take a quick break, and we'll see y'all in the start of the second half. Coosa Valley Medical Center is excited to announce 3D mammography technology now available at CVMC. Coosa Valley Medical Center's latest investments in state-of-the-art mammography technology ensures the highest quality of comfort, safety, and care. This new 3D technology provides brilliant image quality for results you can trust, uses low x-ray doses, and is specifically designed to be more comfortable for you. It's important to have personalized and comfortable breast care you can trust. Don't delay. Early detection saves lives. Talk to your physician today to schedule your 3D mammogram at CVMC. 
Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Promotions. We promote your business on our Facebook, Instagram, and website. Chamber members also have the opportunity to share special news slash events on our newsletters. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Grace Cafe. The drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Is your low back causing a ruckus? Do you get out of a chair and think, what in tarnation has happened to me? Broadway Spinal Care is here to help. They offer the latest chiropractic techniques and technologies to help you get your low back ruckus under control. Dr. Tara Douglas and Dr. Jonathan Douglas have almost 20 years of experience and are now located in the heart of downtown Sylacauga on Broadway next to La Costa. If you're tired of being in pain, check them out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. I hated to hear about Aiden's suicide. I feel so awful for his parents. They, and well, all of us, we had no idea. None? I know mental illness is common. They say one in five adults experiences mental illness every year. Yes, but he didn't tell anyone. We could have all been there for him had he just said something. You don't have to feel alone, and you don't have to suffer in silence. Alta Point Health is here for you and your family. Call Alta Point today to speak with a specialist who can find the right program for you or someone you love. 251-450-2211. Game Action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. Welcome, welcome back to the Federal Halftime Show on the Federal Sports Network, led by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union Wolves, down 35 to 6. And uh, first half is not the kind of performance you'd want at a ha at a uh, homecoming game, Jake. Yeah, and it's looking like it's halftime all the way around in our family and networks. Uh, right now at the Fans, half, it's lead 24 to nothing over Silicaga, 21 to nothing sacks over the BB Comer Tigers. And at last check, Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan sent me the text. It was 15 to 8 with 40 seconds to go in the first half in Childersburg for their homecoming. Hey, that's a uh, that's a tight one right there, Childersburg. That's just showing how. Solid of a team they are this year, keeping it that close with uh, with a team like Vincent, who's got a lot of talent. Yeah, Johnny Johnson had his boys in check this week. You know, it was a tough opponent in Vincent, coming off of a very, very hard loss last week to the BB Comer Tigers. At two points in the game, they were up by 14 points, but Comer came back and won that game in stunning fashion. Uh, unbelievable, really, if you watched the game yeah. last week. And, you know, Vincent's uh, playing on emotion right now. Yeah, that they are, Jacob. And uh, hopefully the Wolves can can play with some emotion here in the next few 
next few uh, drives coming out in the second half and maybe get a couple scores on the board and make this thing a game again. And, you know, we were talking about how good it was feeling earlier. I got chill bumps right now. I'm freezing cold since the sun went down. I felt the temperature dropping. I was like, I know Jake is going to be cold, but it is a little chilly. Not going to lie, it's just about six and a half minutes until the uh, start of the third quarter. Out the point help third quarter, I should say. And um, just the crowd kind of went dead. And, you know, just hope the Wolves don't give up and come out here firing. And we're, talking, and we're talking about the crowd we have tonight. We have a lot of former Fayetteville Wolves football players. I see the Richie boys over there, Stephen Barrett. And with the Richie boys is actually the Richie parents. You know, they had not been to a game all year, so I'm glad to see them. Yep, a lot of former players standing around, Jacob. That fence over there by the rock, uh, quite a few Fayetteville alum over there. And coming out to support the Wolves on this homecoming night. And, you know, the conversation has to be right now amongst those former players is what does this team need to do to, to get better, to turn this ship around with, what is it, five or six, four or five games remaining and we're still looking for that first win. And we need that first win to turn around. We thought that could have been tonight. We, it looked really good on paper, the, the matchup tonight. And right now it's been all generals. Yeah, that it has, Jacob. Uh, with... You know, you take away that long pass play from, um, ah, who was the quarterback, Cadence Barrett, or was it Landon Pate? It was uh, Cadence that It was time. Cadence to, to Zeke for the touchdown. You take away that, that offense has done nothing and has went nowhere. Um, so, that's unfortunate, but that's what it's been this evening. So, I just hope they can get things going in the third quarter and, at least have some life that they can take in next week when they'll be home again um, against the Thorsby Rebels. Pre-game coverage at 6.30, followed by live game action at 7. And um, you can also tune in to the Coach John Limbaugh show at 7 on Thursday. Harvey's on no. And, you know, Thorsby is another one of those games that looks good on paper. And uh, it is 15 to 15-6, I'm sorry, at halftime in Childersburg right now and thanks to Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan for keeping us updated Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan you know has been helping David McCurley with the Childersburg broadcast when Robert Sprayberry can't be there but he's there to pass along the scores but you know he's a former Fayetteville receiver in his own right so we do appreciate that so right now it's not boding well for any team in our coverage area. But I tell you what, Childersburg is surprisingly holding on to Vincent right now. Yeah, they're playing the most competitive game so far this evening. We're about four minutes until the kickoff and out the point held third quarter. You know, the Generals actually will receive the kick, Jacob. Yeah, and you know, that first possession that we had, look, you know, it showed a little promise. We were gaining positive yards, but a, a forward pass fumble uh, negated that drive and you know, ultimately that was seven points for the generals, and that was kind of the kind of the tone setter for this game. Yep, that it was, Jacob. Do we have any uh, any score updates from anyone else? Well, here's a tight one, a surprisingly tight one. Uh, Clay Chalkville is holding on to Thompson right now, ten to seven. I believe that game has reached halftime. Hoover over. Uh, Mountain Brook 10-7. That's a surprise game. I thought Hoover was going to run away with that one. I'm trying to see if I can find any scores from 
are reason, but right now I'm not seeing any. But I'm, I'm giving y'all some surprising scores right now. Uh, Alexandria, the Valley Cubs, and the Volunteers of Central High School, Clay County, a scoreless tie at halftime. Oh, wow. So that, that, that looks crazy. like that would be a fun one to go to. Uh, I'm trying to see if I find any more halftime scores or scores from our region because, you know, our region scores are important for those that we're coming to play here in a few weeks. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. And, you know, we we thought we might have a good chance coming into this game based on the uh, general's record and a couple of games that they lost. And, you know, we have uh, Thorsby next week, and then we go back on the road. A short ways to head over to play the Cougars, and then we'll play the Comer Tigers here in a few weeks. Here. Oh, is that our senior night? That it is. Okay, yeah. That'll definitely be a uh, be a tough one about two minutes from this third quarter kick. And during the Generals, what is your message if you're Coach Phillips in the halftime? What is your message to your guys? Don't be complacent. Don't let up. I mean, you're up big now, but don't let that get to your heads. Go out there and keep playing the game that we're playing. Yeah, I think that I'll be like, don't get out there and fall asleep. Um, I think you'll see a lot of the second teamers in if they get another couple scores. Um, no, don't don't do anything dumb to get any penalties or, or injure anyone. And uh, real quick, once again, if you're just now joining us, congratulations to Miss Madeline Albright for winning homecoming queen tonight. The king will be crowned tonight at the dance after the game. And uh, we'll let y'all know next week who that homecoming king is. Yep, we will uh, let you all know because the yearbook won't. And so got both teams out there warming up. And uh, so, oh, split the pot winner goes home with $373. So that's nice. So, um, see if they can get something going here. Well, good news, Blake. I have a name for our mysterious number 14, and that is a freshman, Mr. Braxton Wilson. He's a freshman. A freshman. Wow. Uh, thanks to the Horseshoe Bend coach for letting us know on his way back up to the press box to handle Definitely. his coaching duties. And, you know, like I said, these guys from Horseshoe Bend are very friendly. I've known their coach for the better part of 14 or 15 years, Mr. Uh, Jeremy Phillips. He's done a good job with this program. And like us, they're a young team right now, but he really can't tell it. No, that you can. And so it says we're about eight seconds till kickoff, but I don't think so. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with third quarter action. Let's do the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjusted rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA, Housing Lender, NMLS, ID 44059, annual percentage rate, very membership required, restrictions apply. 
Shop Coosa Valley Auto Sales. We have cars up to three and four thousand dollars off. Our payments are normally a hundred to two hundred dollars less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. And because we want people to always get the best deal, we will check within a seventy-five mile radius to make sure that we are absolutely the best deal on the same vehicle. Because we want to make sure that you're always getting the best deal, whether you buy it from us or not. Come and see us at Coosa Valley Auto Sales on Highway 280 in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama, right across from Elite Daycare Center. At Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Lucas from Tuscaloosa writes, Dear Milo's, our band needs a saucy new name. Got any ideas? I sure do, Luke. How about Mega Meal? Or maybe Grilled Bun and the Secret Sauces for a folk band? Oh, says here y'all are a Nordic synth-pop ensemble. In that case, I suggest you get the band together for a lunch meeting at Milo's and figure out exactly how your lives went so wrong. Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. It's back! That's right, school is back in session, and that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride, so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley, with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaofSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number, you're part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. ToyotaofSilicaga.com. We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. The third quarter is brought to you by Alta Point Health. Welcome back to Atkins Homes Broadcast Booth, Farm Links Field. Blake Bagley, Jacob Bassett. We just got the halftime performances over with, and we're ready to get this out the Alta Point Health third quarter underway as the Wolves find themselves in 35 to 6 hole, having to give the ball back to the Generals and their high-powered offense. Yeah, I'd like to. First of all, I'd like to say. Good job to both bands, me being a former band kid myself. I'll tell you what, for a little band like we have here at Fayetteville, they sound great uh, yeah. giving a performance to the crowd. Both teams had the fire batons going tonight, so good job to both bands tonight on the halftime show. Now it's time to get this second half started. Hopefully we went in the locker room, we corrected some things, we went over some things that we could do better. And we might let's see if we can have a better second half. Absolutely, Jacob. And what'd you say that the kid that's been lighting things up, number fourteen, his name is? I've done forgot. It was Braxton Braxton Wilson. Sorry. Braxton he's a Wilson. Fourteen is Braxton Wilson. He's a freshman. That may be why we don't have him. He may not have been on the varsity team. So Nicobara kicks his thing and it's a short little kick. And the generals fall on it, so that was a good little kick by Nick Abar, but 
Unfortunately, the generals get on it and they'll start from the 50. Yeah, we almost had a mental mistake there by Zeke DeLoach. He almost touched it before the ball traveled 10 yards, but when he got past the 10-yard mark, there was a general there to wait to snag it up. Yeah, that it was. So first down, good field position, only half the field to go to punch this thing in. And so um, Sharp under center takes snaps a handoff to Wilson. Wilson bump, jumps back, leaps forward, and maybe gets a yard. Great job there by the Wolves defense to swarm to the football to know where the football was going. You know whose hands it's going in, and they zeroed in on him and got a good tackle. Yeah, that it did. So second down, nine to go for the Generals. Wolves looking to get a stop. Score still 35-6. Sharp under center. Flag thrown. Fable couldn't get a man off field. That'll be five free yards for the Generals. And that was Chandler Manus who couldn't quite get off the field in time. Illegal substitution to call against the Well, that'll happen from time to time. Bless his heart, he was trying his best to get off the field. He just couldn't do it in time. No, he just couldn't get off. Can't knock him for effort, though, because like you said, he was trying, so... Second and three now. Sharp under center. Takes snaps. Toss Luke Jones around the left side. He's got blockers. He's got five yards. Gets a few more yards. He probably picks up about eight or nine before things are said and done. Bring it up. First down. And the generals are marching here. and You know, we need to send the cavalry on the generals. you know, try to get them in negative a negative situation. They hadn't been in that situation that much this game. And if we can do that, we can try to get this ball back. Yeah, that's what we can do. Hopefully, they can, you know, turn things around here. Sharp handoff. Jones up the middle. He busts forward for probably about eight or nine yards. That'll bring up second down and short. You might tempt to see them take a shot, but it looks like they're just trying to kind of run this clock out. Jacob. It looks like they're favoring Jones in the second half. They let Wilson get what he wanted in the first half. Now they're going to favor Jones a lot, and we might see we might start calling his name more than we call Wilson. Well, Wilson's back in the game now, so not so fast. Snap, handoff to Wilson up the middle. Runs over a couple guys before he's taken down by a few wolves after about a seven-yard gain and another general first down. And speaking of homecoming, it is our Auburn Tigers homecoming tomorrow in an all-Tiger matchup in their SEC opener against the Missouri Tigers. Yeah, at least they might win this weekend. Last weekend was just a crap fest. Takes a snap, toss around the left side, and that'll be another pickup, about eight or nine yards there. And that was Joshua Hunt on the carry. Ramp second short. So, uh, another new name we're calling carrying the football. So, chicken down, less than ten minutes to go in the third quarter, and just trying to run this clock out, it appears. Takes a snap, hand off the hunt up the middle again, and he's powering forward. Looks like he might have got enough for a first down. Yep, official signals first down. Clock continues to run. 
They done run three minutes off the clock in this first drive, and I think that's kind of the goal here for both teams, Jake. Yeah, you, you want to get them right here and keep them out of the end zone. They've been in the end zone on almost every possession tonight. Take away the interception, and we need to keep them out right here. That's right. Takes a snap. It's a handoff. Jones ran outside and took a few to get him down. That'll bring up first down after about a seven-yard carry. Yeah, we're getting there and making the tackle, but we're getting there a little too late. Yeah, that we are. That'll run about three and a half minutes off this clock. Official gives a go-ahead. As the generals are looking to get that thing in the end zone. Takes a snap. Hand off Jones up the middle. Jones fighting forward. Couldn't quite get to the end zone. It gets down about the two-yard line, it looks like. And he was brought down by a host of wolves there. Great job defensively right there for the Fayetteville defense. Yeah, that it, that it was. So, four minutes run off in that opening drive. We may not be here as long as we thought we were. <laughs> the clock continues to run. Yep. Sharp takes snap, hand off Jones up the middle. This time he'll get in the end zone for six. New score, Generals 41, Wolves 6. Pending this point after attempt, David Layfield. You know, I would love to know what grade David Layfield is. and You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised they came out and told us, man, he's a senior. Yeah, I wouldn't either. He's been kicking for him for a long time now. Yeah, he was there last year now that you, I remember. So, play blown dead out there for whatever reason. False start, so to back it up a few yards. See if Layfield can nail this almost 30-yard attempt, which is what it would be, 17 plus 8, 25 yards, so. See if he can nail this one from a little further out. I think he's got it in him, Jacob. I think he does, too. Let's see. Snap. Good. Hold. Good. Kick is no good. Ah, he's five for six. So the score will stand at 41 to six. And uh, we'll keep it here as the Wolves going to get the ball back. I think if that ball didn't curve, it had enough. It just curved a little bit yep. there towards the, the crossbar. Yep. That it did. So, Layfield will get ready to kick his thing deep to the walls. Well, uh, you're the Wolves. I guess try to run as much time off of this clock as you can on this next position. You, you, so you, you think we'd see a, a few runs here to try to chew some of that clock up? Yes, probably. We will see a few runs. And it looks like the Wolves will not keep their win streak against the Generals going, and it will snap at two or three. I can't really remember. Built by Zeke Deloach at 15. He's to the 20, to the 25, to the 30. Uh, around the outside to the 35. Runs over a couple guys to the 40. 
to the 45, finally taken down at the 50. So the Wolves at least got some good starting field position as they're down 35 with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, great return by the Loach right there. Great job to keep those orange cleats moving still after first contact and getting getting a huge chunk of yards after that first initial contact. Yeah, nice gain there by, uh, by, by the Loach there on the kick return. So we'll see what Limbaugh dials up here. It looks like Barrett's in at quarterback. Wallace and Kentrell to the far side. The Loach and Hammond to the near side. Takes the snap. It's going to be a run to the right side by Cadence Barrett. Cadence Barrett runs around just to lose two yards. So loss of two. Second 12. Limbaugh giving Pacey, uh, Pacey the Loach. Zeke the Loach the play call. Let's see what he's got drawn up here on second and long. Yep. See what they end up doing right here. Rough night out here if you're a Wolves fan at the homecoming. Kentrell and Wallace to the far side. The Loach and Hammonds to the near side. Takes a snap, screen to Cam Hammonds. Cam Hammonds busted inside, and that was not a good idea as he loses three more yards. Third down. Bears pass complete to number 14, Cam Hammonds. And uh, he, uh, he turned around on that little screen and ran right into a general waiting on him right there, and that was a big lick. That it was halfway through the third quarter. So... See what they can do here. Third and long. Third and 15. Taking a little longer than usual in the huddle. So, trying to get this play call right, Jacob. Yeah, well, I'd take a shot right here. Yeah, probably would too. Barrett in the shotgun takes a snap. He rolls to the left. He fires one. Caught by Zeke DeLoach. About a 12-yard gain, so that'll at least make this fourth down a little manageable. And I'd keep this defense on their heels, and I would go for it right here. Oh, I would definitely go for it. Though you don't have a a choice this late in the game, down by 35. I mean, what do you got to lose? You know what I mean? You really don't have anything to lose right now, so now's the time to be taking chances. Yep. That it is. So Wallace and Kentrell to the far side. Hammonds and the Loach to the near side. So they're trying to get them with the hard count. General's showing blitz. They do bring the blitz. Cadence Barrett just flips one out. Zeke the Loach caught. First down at the 34. Had a move of change, Jacob. Yeah, sometimes when you take a chance, it pays off, and it paid off in Right there for not necessarily a huge first down, but it was a decent first. It was a much-needed first down. That it was. So first down, five minutes left to go in the third quarter, and it's offense showing signs of life, but fans who have now departed probably would have wanted to have seen that in the first half. Yeah, wouldn't we all? Same formation. Barrett. Calls for it, takes a snap, and he's going to run straight up the middle for a game of about five. Oh, he breaks a tackle. Oh, breaks another tackle. He's got ten now. It's a foot race. 
And he will not be taken down until he gets to about the nine-yard line. Looked like he was going to go down two or three times, but he kept on running for a big gain right there. Yards after contact will take you places. And it's a cadence merit for a decent gain and a first down and goal for the Wolves. That's the first time we've had that this evening, Jacob. So four and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter, and the Wolves are knocking on the door. Down 35, trying to show some signs of life. So, two receivers, each side once again takes the snap. Barrett drops back. It's a floater end zone. Looks like a dead duck. Hit Zeke Deloach in the chest. He dropped it, but the reason he dropped it is because the defender hit him before it got there, so that'll be pass interference on the defense. Well, not only did it hit him, you had a defender. I want to say that looked like Luke Jones had the back of his jersey keeping him from going anywhere. Yeah, definitely pass interference. Fishel got it right there. And if, usually when Zeke drops one, it's because of some foul play. He's pretty sure-handed. Yeah, and uh, we need his hands. And you know, he's he's just now coming back after injury. He's he's getting warmed up, and he's already had two pretty good catches. Yep. So first and goal from the four. First and goal from the four. Two receivers split out to each end. Again, Barrett takes the snap. He's going to run it up the middle, and he throws the guy off of him. He goes in the wrong direction. Fights forward and taken down after maybe a loss of a three. And the generals say they have the ball. I think the officials are going to call him down. They thought they had the ball. It must have popped out, but Barrett got back on it. Yeah, it looked like it might have popped out after the play, so we, we lucky break there for us. And second, second and goal. We need we need to score right here. Yeah, that we do. That was a loss of I would say about seven right there, and that'll back them up to about the nine yard line. So second down, goal to go. Three and a half minutes left, third quarter. Takes a snap, drops back. It's a pass. Fire to the middle of the end zone. Caught. Zeke DeLoach. Touchdown. You know, Zeke DeLoach might be the shortest player on the field right now, but he's got some pretty good hops. He jumped up in the air and caught that one, and that, that was a fatal touchdown. He did. So your new score is Generals 41, Wolves 12, pending this point after attempt. So... See if they can get something going right here. We'll see if Nick Abar can come out here and make it 13 for them. Oh, it's a fake. Hammonds rolls to the right side and is thrown down. Wilson was going to try to return that thing, but for some reason in high school. Oh, that's another long throw. And she will be playing on the football team. Yeah, Limbaugh needs to recruit her. Yep, never helps to, uh, never hurts to have a backup quarterback. So, uh, Wolves getting ready to kick this thing deep. Score still 41 to 12. And the Wolves right there on that drive were driven by something. And speaking of driven, Jacob, this show is brought 
to you and driven by Toyota Silicaga. And uh, that was a good drive for the Wolves to get get a lot of good yardage, a lot of positive yardage on that play. And you know there was a maybe a penalty or two that kind of put us back, but we didn't let that get to us, and we got a got a score out of it. Yeah, you might see an onside kick right here by the Wolves too. It's, it's definitely a possibility. Let's see what they do right here. Keep it here. So they're gonna. Well, I'm curious to see if they're gonna let Nick Bar try to onside this thing. Three minutes to go in the third quarter, down 41 to 12, and not a. Not a whole lot of life on the sideline there for the Wolves, Jacob. Don, here's a chance that we need to take, and maybe it'll work out for us. Yep. So Nick Abar up and up is going to be a squib kick. Fielded at the 32. Runs out to the 40, to the 45, to the 50. And Atticus Jackson lets a hit down on the return, man. I can't tell who exactly it was, but. They'll get into plus territory, so 255 left to go, third quarter. Generals with the ball with a 41-12 lead. We know a lot about 41-12, Jacob. Yeah, we've seen that a lot this year, and unfortunately we're seeing that tonight, and nobody, we, nobody expected that. Well, Jacob, I was saying 41-12 because that's what, how Auburn lost last week. So sacks up 28 nothing right now on Comer. State Farm Albion's tier scoreboard update. So Sharp. Takes the stats, handoff to Wilson up the middle. Wilson busts free, and had it not been for Brenton Kentrell, that would have been six. Yeah, and it's crazy to think that he's only a freshman, and he's he's their star running back right now. Yeah, that is insane. But okay, the reason I was saying 41-12 is because Auburn lost 41-12 last week. Yeah, that was a heartbreaker in, at Jordan Hare against Penn State. And that it was. We'll try to turn things around next week. Yep. So, Sharp, under center, takes the snap. Oh, ball's fumbled on the ground. The Wolves got on it. Wolves are on the ball. It is Wolves football. They'll get it at the 35-yard line and look to try to get this thing in the end zone again. But, uh Jacob, we got another State Farm Albia Steer scoreboard update. Yeah. Leads up 38 nothing over the Silicaga Aggies. Yeah, the, it's not boding well for Comer or Silicaga right now. Things aren't looking good here at Farm Links Field tonight. But hey, we're we're creating turnovers now. We just need to create po- points off of turnovers. Yeah, that we do, Jacob. And maybe the Wolves can sustain a long drive here once again. With two minutes left to go in the third quarter. They'll take a timeout. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Joe Biden's administration is out of control, and they are pushing their radical socialist views on us. They want to change our nation by putting us in debt to pay for their socialist Green New Deal, opening our borders to millions of illegal immigrants, and hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to harass and audit hardworking Alabama families. But Mike Rogers is our way of fighting back. Mike Rogers is endorsed by President Trump to fight every day to make government accountable and stop unconstitutional mandates to build a growing economy based on opportunity and thank you mike for that important uh message there about old joe 
So it's fired deep there as the Wolves are on first and ten. And there's a couple guys over there, and look like Cantrell and Ree Wallace, but just not put on the money that time to bring up second and ten. Would have loved to have had that completion right there. Yeah, that would have been good, but unfortunately that will bring up second down. But I like the fact that we're going to the air now. We're forgetting about the run, so somebody else must have went down there and took that piece of paper out of his wristband. Yep, probably so, Jacob. Two receivers to each end. Barrett takes snap, rolls to his right, fires it to Reed Wallace. And Reed Wallace bobbled the catch. It looked like it was intercepted by one of the big hefties, but it looked like it dropped to the ground. That will call it incomplete. Man. I don't think Reed kind of took the two required steps to complete the pass, but, man, if he did, he was confused when he got the ball because he just started bobbling it. Yep, he did. So, uh, State Farm, I'll be a steer scoreboard update. It's thirty it's twenty eight nothing sacks at the end of three quarters. Um so going into fourth it looks like that one's over. Yeah, I mean you, you gotta hate that for the Comer Tigers yep. and you know, at least it's in non region play. That's true. At least Greg and them know how we feel. Takes a snap. Barrett fires one to the right side. Zig Loach just a double pass. Airs one out for Cam Hammonds and complete on third down. So that'll bring on the punt. So that was a double pass. And I like the play call, but the generals weren't fooled there. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth right there. But unfortunately, we're too too far back to try to go for this thing. So we yep. need to see Mr. Donahue right here kick this thing and flip the field. So Donahue. It looks like they're going to come after this one, so Donahue better get it off fast. Uh, short kick, and it'll go out of bounds at like the 49-yard line. And it'll be down by a cheerleader that's, on the sidelines right there. Yep. So that's where the generals will um, will take over and looking to build their lead. Tell you what, John Limbaugh needs to come to the sideline and recruit some cheerleaders because we've had one that down the punt. We've had had them throwing fastballs in the press box, and tell yeah. you what, they got some arms down there. Yeah, hold an open tryout for them and go get some of the band players too, instrumentalists. Get them out there. They snap hand off to Jones up the middle. Jones will power through, and he is taken down after about a two-yard gain. That was Grayson Fannin and company on the tackle to bring Jones down. And Donahue's slow to get up, but he's up. And let's keep doing what we're doing defensively. Yep. So a minute to go in the third quarter. Wolves down 41-12. And it looks like your Braves scored, Jacob. So now it's 9-1. Well, that makes a difference. <laughs> Takes the snap, handoff up the middle to Wilson. Wilson goes down awkwardly after a gain of about five, but gets up okay. And so, bring up third down, unusual place for the Generals. The Generals hadn't seen third down much during the game. That they haven't, so that'll take us down about 30 seconds. This will probably be the last play of the third quarter. So, Sharp 
He's got Wilson in there in the backfield. Takes the snaps, toss to Wilson. Wilson's got some blockers. Wilson powers forward. Wilson still is not going down. Carries some players to the 30-yard line, and that'll bring up another first down. That'll bring us to the end of the third quarter. This is the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit Coosa Pines. FinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Grace Cafe. The drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Broadcast booth, Farm Links Field. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett. And get this fourth quarter started. And it's going to be a handoff up the middle to none other than Luke Jones. And he'll pick up about seven yards. Bring up second down. Yeah, Jones is a big part of this offense, as is Wilson. But here in the second half, Jones has been the, the workhorse. Yeah, that he has been, Jacob, and it looks like they're giving Wilson some limited touches here. And second down, about two to go. Sharp under center. He takes the snap. It's going to be a fullback dive this time. Change things up, and got a good push there, and that's the first time this evening that we've called Jackson Goodwin's name. Yeah, uh, Coach Phillips across the way over there trying to get some of the guys he doesn't normally get a, a player to. You know, he's letting them get their opportunity now, and why not? I mean, you're up yeah. 41 to 12. That's right. So it'll be first down and 10 from about the 16-yard line. Under center, sharp. It's a toss. Ball's on the ground. Picked up by Joshua Hunt. And he might have got back to the line of scrimmage second down. Yeah, and there was some Wolves defenders in the area of the football. It's just Jones had a, had a, or excuse me, Hunt had a step on him and was able to recover that fumble. Yeah, that he was. Some second along. Jacob, I am kind of concerned about our Auburn Tigers tomorrow. The way they've been playing, I don't know. It should be a blowout. There's offsides on Ashton Donahue. He came blowing through that line. Yeah, you really can't call offsides on one player. That was offense on, off, uh, offsides on the whole defensive line. I don't think just one person moved. It was the whole line. Man. Uh, so third down and five to go. Yeah, third down. State form will be a steer scoreboard update. Syracuse up on Virginia, 19 to 13 right now. Syracuse Orange 
sneaky 3-0. and Looks like they might be 4-0 and after this one. So that's no pickup on that run. So they it had second down on the board, but they had third down out there. But it's actually, that was the second down, so now it's third down. Yeah, too bad we can't see David Layfield come out and try to try to boot this one for three points. You know, I'd love to see him try it. I would, too. Nine and a half minutes left in the uh, fourth quarter. Takes snaps, handoff up the middle to Wilson. He goes untouched into the end zone. That's six more for the Generals. New score, 47 to 12 for Shubend. I don't, I don't think anybody would have thought this would have happened tonight. Unfortunately, we're on the wrong end of a homecoming score of 41 to 12. Yeah. I was hoping the score would be 47 to 12, just not. And just the wrong team had 47. So. Snap, good, hold, good, kick. Is good. So now the score is 48 to 12. Generals over the Wolves. Keep it here. And uh, you know, real quick, something we hadn't done all year. We heard Evan Blair do it a few minutes ago, and I actually heard Greg do it on the Coma broadcast a couple weeks ago. We we need to announce who our cheerleaders are. Well, I'm all for it, Jacob. Uh, we'll have seniors Kylie Wyndham, Kylie Mashon. I guess that's Kenley, Jacob. It says Kylie right here in the in the book I have. No, on Wyndham. Oh, I said yeah, Kenley Wyndham. Yeah, Kenley. that's your daughter's name. How'd you get you get that one messed and, up? You know they they really like each other. Kenley really looks up to Kenley Wyndham as as a, a role model and uh, Faith Morris, Scarlett Nichols, Ava Watson, Rihanna Hill, M. G. Brooks, Katie Nelson, Laney Wallace, Ella Northcutt, Riley Carmack, Anna Barrett, Ella Ruth Phillips. Whose dad is sitting right here to your right? Yep. Caitlin Brasher, and uh, they are coached by Miss Melissa Robertson. Well, give our cheerleaders a shout out. That's what's up. Well, you got to. They've been throwing fastballs and That's a head. downing punts. We may be calling her name on the football team here for long. Good kick. Fielded at 25 to the 30 to the 35. Brought down about the 38 yard line, and that's where the Wolves will take over. So, Jacob, how do you think our Tigers will do tomorrow? Well, either way we look at it, the Tigers going to win. I knew you were going to say that. Tigers wearing orange and blue. Okay, Gary Gary Danielson. Can I be like Vern Lundquist and start butchering names? Yeah, I I used to like Vern, man. Todd Blackledge, no no, uh, disrespect to him, but he is not Vern. I would rather listen to Vern Lundquist call the Masters than a football game. Oh, yeah, he does do a good job, like on Happy Gilmore. <laughs> so is uh, Brad Nestler not doing the CBS games anymore? I thought it was Todd Blackledge, or is it Brad Nestler? It may be Brad Nestler. It is Brad Nestler. Yeah, it is. You're right. I'm sorry. And I like listening to Brad Nestler on the college football games, which is fixing to make a comeback. That it is. So timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Let Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. 
My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coosa Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been... Network presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. That's a run up the middle by number 20, Aiden Blair. First time we've called his name tonight. And he picks up zero yards. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. They'll say nine, but it's a long nine. You know, Aiden Blair is one of those youngsters down there. And, you know, he's starting to show a little bit of strength as a running back. So State Farm, Albia Steer scoreboard update leads up 45 to nothing in the fourth quarter over Comer. Oof. At the end of the third quarter, it's sacks 28, Comer 0. Barrett fires one over the middle intended for Deloach, almost intercepted. So bring up third and nine. So, Jake, we got Maryland and Michigan tomorrow. Who you got? I have Michigan in the big house. Michigan in the big house, I agree. Clemson at, at Wake. Uh... Clemson. Clemson, I agree. I don't know. Wake Forest is showing signs of some positive life there. Baylor at Iowa State. Oh, we're going to go with the Cyclones. I'm going to go with the Cyclones, too. 3-0, undefeated. TCU at SMU. Oh, TCU stays undefeated. I'm going to say SMU gets the win. Takes the snap. That's Barrett. On third and nine. Fires one deep. Two read. Wallace. Flag thrown. That'll be pass interference, and that'll be 15 free yards for the Wolves. So that'll bring up first down, and, on, and that's a Southern Smile Silicon first down. Duke at Kansas. You know, last night we talked about these basketball blue bloods both being three and zero, showing their worth. Not only them, but Carolina yep. is up there. Uh, Michigan State. Yep. So I'm going to go with the Jayhawks at home. I agree. South Florida at Louisville. Oh wait, that was offensive pass interference. Never mind. So that's fourth down, and Ashton Donahue will punt this thing. That's good. That was good. This time he gets a boomer off. Lands at 33, bounces to the 30, down at about the 28 by the Wolves. And that was Cole Hardy. Yeah. So seven minutes, about 50 seconds to go in the game. Wolves up 48, or excuse me, Wolves down 48-12. South Florida at Louisville, though, Jacob. What, uh, what are you thinking with that one? I'm going to go, oh, both teams are struggling at one and two. Louisville's at home at Papa John Stadium. I'm going to go Big Papa and go Louisville. I think I think South Florida gets the win. UCLA at Colorado. UCLA struggled against South Alabama last week. I'm going to go with the Buffaloes. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go UCLA. They're 3-0. Colorado's 0-3. Yeah, but UCLA struggled against South Alabama at home last week against uh, in a, in front of ten fans at the Rose Bowl. That's true. So, timeout called by the Generals. We'll take one with them. Here's to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner. So let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances you can take home seven days a week. 
Angie? Furniture Master. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Master. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 2. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. General's got a first and ten about the 30-yard line. Snap, handoff up the middle, it looks like, to either Hunt or Jones for a pickup of maybe two or three yards and bring up second down. You know, go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so you got Texas at Texas Tech. I'm trying to go over picks we didn't do yesterday. I'm going to say hook them horns. Yeah, I think the Texas Longhorns get it done. You skipped the big one. You skipped the big one. Which one? Uh, Tennessee and Florida. I said the ones we didn't go over last night. Oh. All right. Second down. Seven takes the snap. Handoff straight up the gut again. Taken down for a loss of a couple. Some of the younger guys getting in on the action. That'll bring us to about seven minutes left to go in the game and ticking. Minnesota at Michigan State. Oh, the Golden, Golden Gophers versus the Spartans. Excuse me, I'm going to go with the Golden Gophers. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Golden Gophers, too. Sparty really disappointed me last week. So go Minnesota. Indiana at Cincinnati. Here's another one of those basketball blue bloods undefeated in Indiana. And I'm going to say they're going to stay undefeated. I think they get the win against Cincinnati. I think they do it. We talked about James Madison at App State last night, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Trying to take the snaps. Going to be running around to the left side for no game. This will probably bring on the punt team. Fourth down and six minutes left to go in the game. Oregon at Washington State. Oh, man, that's a good one. It's in Pullman, Washington, up, up on the upper northwest. Bo Nick showed some signs of some kind of decent... Decency at the quarterback position last week. I'm going to say Bo Nix and the Ducks get it done over the Cougars. If it was Mike Leach and he was still the coach, I'd pick Washington State, but I think Oregon gets the win. Arizona at Cal. California is a new opponent for the Auburn Tigers next year, so I'm looking forward to that matchup. They're at home in Berkeley against the Arizona Wildcats. I'm going to say they pull it off at home. They're both garbage bottom dwellers. Nice little punt that Cam Hammonds will field at the 32, to the 35, to the 40, to the 45. Takes a lick at the 47. He just trucked that would-be tackler, and that was going to be Trent Higgins trying to make the stop, and Hammonds had none of it. Wow, yeah, he sure did. Threw him down, and what was that first and 10, about the 47, and yeah, Jacob, I think I'm going to have to go with you. I think Cal gets it done. Let's go down on some more. I went Rutgers. You know, the first college football game was played at Rutgers about 100 and something, 200 years ago. They're undefeated right now, surprisingly. They're home against the Hawkeyes. The, I'm going to say the Scarlet Knights pulled this one off. I think so. Takes a snap. I think it's Peyton in now. Going to fire one to Barrett, who catches that about five-yard gain and is taken down. Yeah, Jacob, Iowa has scored 14 points through the first three weeks. 
Yeah, because they had that baseball score week one. Yeah, seven to three week one, ten to seven lost to Iowa State last week. I don't know what the other score was, but I'm going with Rutgers. Wisconsin and Iowa State. Ohio State in Ohio the shoe. State, They're the number three team in the country, and they're number three for a reason. The Buckeyes get it done in the shoe tomorrow against the Badgers. I agree. Peyton, two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Got a back in the backfield. Takes the snaps. Going to be handed off to Aiden Blair straight to the middle. He runs over a couple guys, picks up about three or four yards. Yeah, Jay, but I think Iowa State, I mean Ohio State, they ain't going to lose to Wisconsin. Kansas State at OU. Trap game. Trap game. Kansas State has owned Oklahoma in the past few years. Yes, I think they've won two of the last three. I'm going to say they're winning three of the last four. Yeah, I think they can get it done. I agree. I'm going in. Boston College at FSU. Uh, I'm going to say Florida State, who is undefeated right now, gets it done at Dope Campbell Stadium. Yeah, I got Florida State as well. I think Florida State will get it done. USC at Oregon State. USC. USC. I think it's going to be a close, closer one than what uh, people think, but I think USC will win. So third and four. Uh, looks like they got the defense on the jump, and that'll be a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down for the Wolves. And that's the first time the hard count has worked all night. It came against the Generals' youth, but hey, I'll take that five yards. Yeah, that it did. Yeah, no, none of the teams in our area faring well this evening. Utah and Arizona State. Utah at Arizona State. I like the Utes in I that like, one. I like Utah. Arizona State lost to Eastern Michigan, fired the coach, so doesn't like to pick. Peyton takes the snaps, handoff straight up the middle, this time to Cam Hammonds. Powers four and picks up maybe two. Bring up second down, about three and a half minutes to go in the game. Wolves down 48 to 12. Stanford at Washington. The game's in Seattle. Uh, Stanford one and one right now. Washington's undefeated. The Huskies stay undefeated. I think the Huskies get it done as well, Jacob. I agree with you there. So we got a final score update. 28 nothing sacks over the Comer Tigers of State Farm. I'll be a steer scoreboard update. Peyton takes snap screen pass. Zeke Lopes. Zeke jukes a couple guys out. He picks up the first down. Uh, jukes another man out and picks up three more yards before he's finally taken down. And a penalty flag across the way. Maybe late hit out of bounds, Jacob. Could be late hit out of bounds. Three minutes exactly to go in this fourth quarter. It's going to be on the Wolves. I didn't quite catch the signal from the referee, but, man, tough times if you're a fan of the Wolves right now. Penalties and turnovers are killer right no. now. That they are, Jacob. Then we've seen some pretty good catches by Zeke DeLoach. But speaking of good catches, did you happen to catch the George Pickens catch? Yes, I did. That was a great catch. And I love the outcome of the game. Anytime the Steelers lose, it's a positive. My beloved Patriots beat them last week in the Browns. The only person, the only team I want to lose more than I want the Steelers to lose is I want the Patriots to lose. 
I hate him. I know they're your team, but I can't stand the scene. And, you know, I, I actually like Matt Jones. He's given him some time. He's not going to be Tom Brady by no means, but I think you know, he might have Drew Bledsoe numbers by the time it's all said and done. And I agree. I think that program in Foxborough is moving in the right direction. As a pass from uh, Peyton to Barrett, falls to the ground, bringing up third and seven, about two and a half minutes left to go in this one. <laughs> the Steelers played about as terrible as their towel last night. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? They yellow towels. We had a coach that was a Steelers fan, and he had one in his classroom one time. <laughs> Man, takes a snap. Peyton drops back, fires one across the middle to Caden's Barrett, overthrew him, fourth down. That's a good, good play call. Just a little overthrown. Yeah. So one thing about Peyton, though, he has to be patient when he throws the ball because he's thrown into a lot of coverage tonight. Yeah, a lot of overthrows, a lot of throwing the ball into coverage. As you see, Coach Moore out there is very frustrated. So fourth down, and they'll go. Receiver far out to the left side of the field, two to the near. Cadence Barrett, the tight end, Peyton, the quarterback. Running back in the backfield, takes a snap, runs to the right side. Running around, fires one, caught by Zeke Deloach for a first down. He's got more, he may go. He might get it. He might get it. He's He's there. Down at the one. No, they say touchdown. Nice job by Zeke Deloach. What a play by the senior for his third touchdown of the night. So you can say the score is 48 to Zeke Deloach right now. Three three great catches, not giving up after first contact. I told you earlier those yards after contact are important, and I tell you, those yards after contact has given us 18 points so far. That it has. Jacob, new score, 48-18, and the Wolves will go for two. Same set as the touchdown pass. Peyton takes a snap, rolls to his right. He's looking for one of his receivers, fires one to Zeke Deloach. He got a foot down, and two-point conversion is good. So the new score is 48-20, to 20 and we will keep it here. Glad to have Zeke back. Yeah, glad to have him back to help us this offense out for sure. I'm telling you, the catches he's made tonight aren't easy catches. I mean, that last catch he got for a touchdown, he was was circled by at least five or six general defenders, and he spun his way out of it, kind of like a whirlwind move around him, or what is the old bubble screen, that kind of turn, and got down towards the end zone, had to leap a couple of defenders, and he was in the end zone. Yeah, that he was. So you'll probably see them try onside kick, and the generals will probably just run it a few times and try to get on out of here. We're going to try to get on out of here too, Jake. Yeah, I got a long day tomorrow. Kenley has a softball tournament in Montevallo, and I tell you what, those travel ball tournaments, being out there all day, I love the game of softball, but golly, they're exhausted. Where y'all got to go? Montevallo. Montevallo. Man. Just right past the college. So you got to go home, got to pack everything up, get up. Go at what time y'all got to get up? Well, the first game is at 11.20, but if you've ever been to a travel ball tournament, you know you have to get there early to get a good parking spot. Makes sense. That means y'all got to get up like 7.30 in the morning. Uh, probably earlier than that. 
Really? You know, my alarm clock's sitting to my left over here, so whatever time she tells me to get up, I'll get up. <laughs> there you go. I know for the life of her, Maddie cannot sleep in and is the most aggravating thing. You know, flag. It's like the ball fell off the tee and the kicker readjusted it. And it backed them up five yards. So you can't you can't readjust the football? That's new to me. Old Biggin back there was looking at the concession stand again. He's thinking about them Debbie cakes in the locker room. That he is. So this is not a squib. This is a deep kick fielded at the 35, kneeled down. And this will probably be the last drive of the game. I would expect Horseshoe Ben to hold on to it. Yep. You know, that referee talking about the, the food and the Debbie cakes. What if he accidentally threw a fudge round instead of a penalty? <laughs> I would be surprised at his size. Uh, I think the the officials have done a a, a decent job today. Yes, that first, you know, yeah, pass for a fumble. Yeah, that was really to. the only bad call. I mean, other than that, it's been pretty good officiating. And based on the score of things, that really didn't make a huge difference. Under center, we have a new man out there, and that's Braden Anderson. That's a handoff up the middle. That'll get about four yards. I'll bring up second now. Six to go. See if I can dial up Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan for a scoreboard update for the Vincent game, which at the half was actually a decent game. Yeah. So we'll see if he'll give us an update, and we'll pass one along to him and Mr. David McCurley and Robert Sprayberry over in Childersburg yeah. for their homecoming. So Silicaga has went final, as we stated earlier. Down, lost that one, 45 to nothing, I believe. And I know Comer went final, losing 28 to nothing. So Childersburg's the only one we know still is playing. Handoff up the middle, no gain. I'll bring up third down, and they'll reset the play clock to 40. Well, you asked me, do you have any plans for the weekend? Well, tomorrow I got a wedding thing I got to go to. So, Mr. K.J. McCurley. Yep. Former voice of the Wolves. Well, we got a message here from Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan. Let's see what we see have what here. see what the score is. 29-13 starting the fourth quarter. So they, they hung in there pretty well. And this will be your last play of the game. Snap, handoff at the middle, picked up the first down, clock won't clock stop for the change to be moved, and that'll bring us to the end of the game, so your final score is Generals 48, Wolves 20, and Jacob, there's not really anything to do as a post-game show, but we'll see, we'll see you on the radio. <laughs> Thursday at 7 for the Coach John Limbaugh Show. Harvey's on Noble driven by Toyota of Silicaga. Followed by, we'll be here again, 6.30 Farm Links Field for the Wolves matchup against a region opponent, the Thorsby Rebels, followed by live game courage at 7. Everybody have a safe and uh, good weekend, and we'll see you next week.
has been a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.